Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 113, 113 of The Clockwork Cantina. I'm one of your hosts, Josh902, and it's the other host of this show. And I'm DT3. How we doing, everybody? Hello. Howdy, friends. Um, uh, today's main topic is Deadwood, which we have watched over the course of... Uh, yeah. I've watched over the course of a few weeks. McDaniel's watched... Uh, most of his fairly recently, uh, so so he's probably gonna yeah. have a better recollection of a recollection of the earlier seasons than I'm going to. Um, uh, but what's funny is uh, we'll 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 get into it in the second half of the show. That'll be the main topic for yeah, the yeah. second half of the show. Um, uh, we got news and stuff to go through for like the regular part of the show. And the reason we didn't have a show on Monday, we're doing it on Tuesday. Uh, I was sick yesterday, so. I don't know about you guys, but whenever we get to like a changing of the seasons and the weather kind of can't make up its mind on if it wants to be cold or hot, like I always end up getting like a little sick. It's weird. And for like a couple days and then it's like over with. Uh, I guess it's like allergies or something, especially when we go from like. Thank you, Jake, for the sub, especially when we go from like cold to warm. Like my allergies will get fucked up and will make me end up making me sick for a few days. It's like, it sucks, dude. Um, so it was like Sunday night and I got halfway through the Deadwood movie and I was like, I just I don't feel good at all. I feel pretty bad. Uh, yeah. I went to bed early and all that. Um, but yeah, we do got some we got some news. We got some gaming news. We got a little bit of TV and movie news. So we'll be getting through that. Most of this little episode bit, will probably bit. be on the old Deadwood, I believe, will pop out in the second half. Yeah. Um. But yeah, um, we can talk about what we've been up to the past week, like we always do. Daniel, do you want to go first and tell us what you've been up to this past week, man? What you've been playing, watching, that kind of stuff. So this past week, um, <sighs> been uh, been playing some games, been uh. Been watching some shows. Uh, well, the majority of what I've been up to is watching Deadwood, but like, mm-hmm. apart from that, since that's our you know big big topic today, apart from that, I've watched uh, some stuff. I watched the uh, you know the first episode of the Halo show. Uh, that was uh, interesting. I'm curious to see how the rest of the season goes. Uh, watched Blazing Saddles, the movie. Uh, I haven't seen that in a long time. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 crazy. Like watching it, you know, like more recently, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played. I I started and completed Terminator Resistance on stream, and then I started playing Batman Arkham Origins. Uh, so that's the current game right now that I'm trying to get through before Lego Star Wars comes out next week. Oh man! Which I can't literally, in a in a week from today, I'm so excited, man. That game looks so fucking good. Yeah, I'm trying to get through Batman: Arkham Origins before then. I got a week left, and then play play. Been playing a little bit more Apex. Uh, play a little bit of Lost Ark. I was given a key for this game called Expedition Zero, which is like a they described as like a survival horror. Adventure type thing, single player dealio. Mm. Uh, it was all right. 
you're gonna That's be like, it was do. dog shit. <laughs> no, it was. It, it's all right. It just it kind of annoyed me because, like, at one point, I was like stuck in a. You know, like when the game like auto saves and you're gonna get stuck in a loop. In a loop. Yeah. And you, I had like low health. The, the the weather was killing me, and I couldn't get out of it. So I, I loaded a previous save, but it was so far back that I was just like, I don't want to do this no more, man. And then when I was like, oh, well, let me keep trying on my other my current save file. I went back, and guess what? It overrode my save files. I was like, fuck oh, this, dude. I'm done. God. I'm done trying this, man. So that was not good. That's a, that uh, is I mean, some dog shit, even though you're not. So, <laughs> like that, that is. Yeah. So that, so that annoyed the shit out of me, and I immediately stopped playing. But, I mean, the game itself is fine. I just... I think I would have more fun playing that game if it was like multiplayer instead of just single player, you know? Because mm-hmm. I usually tend to have more fun playing survival games when they're multiplayer than by myself. But anyway, uh, watch watch more episodes of Attack on Titan. Caught up on that a little bit. Still not fully caught up, but I'm only a few episodes away from being caught up now. And then uh, I finished all of our Flag Means Death Season 1. Pretty solid up. Uh, pretty pretty good pretty good hbo max show if you got hbo max and you're you're into pirates uh i, I would i would i'd recommend that it has uh taika waititi and uh, uh reese darby uh so got some funnies in there definitely definitely check it out if you if you guys got the, got the chance uh but yeah and then finally after who knows how much time Finally got to play D and D again, man. We got we to play did. some West Marches. That was fun, man. Because I, I had, I can't remember. I literally cannot tell you the last time I played D and D before you know the Saturday or was it Saturday that we played. Yeah, before before last Saturday, I I couldn't tell you when the last time I played D and D. I want to say it's been like a year. It was whenever. And a half. We're, yeah, it was whenever we did Frozen Decimation last. It was the last time I played before Saturday, so I don't know how yeah. long, man. It's been too. Oh, I All think I know it's is been like it a year long. and a half, something like that. It's been, it's been at least a year. I know that, uh, and, yeah. and, and more. Uh, so we played like so it was fun. Community. Yeah, so it was fun getting into it again. You know, creating a new character and coming up with a little bit of backstory and. And you know, rolling for stats and all, all the shit that you do when you're coming up with a D and D character, you know. So that was fun, man, and it was fun playing again too. I, you know, I had fun. I hope everybody else had fun uh, on Saturday as well because that was that was cool, man. It it had been a long time, so it was, it was fun to get back into it. That's pretty much been my week. Uh, cool. Yeah. I uh, so I've been up to a few things. I've watched a few movies and. Or watched a movie, I should say, and seen a few shows. I also watched the Halo TV series with everybody. Um, I think the first episode's okay. I'm not in love with the show. Um, but I'm going to give it a chance and check out probably the next couple episodes and see where it goes. Um, I, I don't hate it by any means. There's definitely some things I'll watch and I just hate. Uh, uh, but it's definitely different. And... And it really is like Halo and Mass Effect had a baby. It's weird. Like, because I feel like the story that they're kind of yeah. going with feels kind of Mass Effect-y a little bit to me. Um, bit, I didn't, yeah. I didn't really yeah. think about it until, until like a few days after we had watched it that, you know, Master Chief, and I'm just going to spoil a little bit of the episode, is like he finds like a an artifact 
touches it and has a vision that's straight out of mass effect you yeah. know and like that that yeah that straight up reminded me of it for sure yeah i was like wait a minute and what i found funny was like the creators are like yeah we didn't look at the game or play the game or anything like that and i thought well they must have played mass effect because they sure did put that shit in here <laughs> you know Facts. Uh, yeah yeah uh it's a little weird um but i didn't realize it till after we had like been a couple days and i I think when I was watching it, so I watched the episode twice. I watched it with the the group, and then I had a couple other friends that wanted to watch it, so we got the group and watched it again, and that's when I was kind of like, they mentioned, because they mentioned Commander Shepard in the show, like they mentioned like just in passing, like as a, a reference to yeah. it. And they also mentioned, which I didn't catch the first time, like the Skillion something. The Skillion Blitz in Mass Effect is a thing that happens if you pick the war hero background for Shepard. It's one of the events that kind of defines that character. Mm. Um, and in the background, they're like, the Skillion... I can't remember the exact thing, but they mention it. And there, and I was like, that's two Mass Effect references. These guys wanted to do a Mass Effect show, but they got stuck with Halo, apparently. Seems like. Um, a little weird. Just something I noticed and thought I'd comment on. Um, I watched the first episode of Winning Time, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty. Have you watched this at all, Daniel? It's on HBO Max. Um, I no, I I, I I plan on start on watching it, but to be honest, I I had to catch up on Deadwood. That's fair. Before you know this this episode, so I didn't. I I was like, y'all gotta get through Deadwood. So I haven't I haven't started yet, but I will. I um, I like it, even What'd though I'm not. That? I like it, even though I'm not like. Uh, a big basketball or Lakers. I can't say Lakers fan because I've never really watched them, but I've never watched a, a basketball stuff. But I watched that first episode, and it's it. What did it remind me of? It reminded me of something. Uh, I can't think of what it reminded me of, but it's 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 pretty funny and um, <clears throat> and uh, it's like. I'm sure you know the history of the Lakers way better than I will. So, but, but like, I guess it's kind of telling like the start of when they became uh, a yeah, great so team or famous. Showtime era. Yeah. Um, the eighties Showtime era, the magic and, and, and those mm -hmm. teams, you know, the eighties Showtime <clears throat> era teams. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I definitely like it. I'm going to watch more of it. I think there's a few episodes out, but I've only watched the first one because uh, I got so D and D happened, and I got really busy with that. Um, but I like it so far with the first episode that I've seen, and I want to watch more. Um, so even if you're not nice. a basketball fan and don't know shit about it or the Lakers, which is me, uh, give it a chance if you have HBO Max because I was actually enjoying it. Um. Cool. Next up, I watched American Underdog. I don't know if you've seen this movie. It's um about... It's got Zachary Levi and Anna Paquin in it, and they're kind of like the main two in the movie. It's about Kurt Warner, who was a... who became an NFL MVP, Super Bowl champion, Hall of Fame quarterback. It's kind of like... Mm -hmm. it's, it's very much like... Uh, it. It's... So, I like the movie... Um, but when you look at it, it, it kind of makes you think of those Disney era feel good sports movies. And that's kind of what this is. It's a feel good, like, gotcha. 
sports movie and it's not it doesn't have a lot of football in it i mean it's in there obviously it's a presence but it's mostly about zachary levi and anna paquin um who plays you know zachary levi's playing kurt warner and anna paquin plays his future wife uh brenda um i like the movie my issue with it is that zachary levi and anna paquin are this is gonna sound bad they're I feel like they're a little too old to be playing the roles in the time period that they're supposed to be set. So when I look at it, all I can think of is like, I know he's supposed to be like in college, but that's that's Shazam right there. <laughs> you know, like it's weird. Um, uh, uh, but if you can kind of get over that a little bit, it's a pretty, it's worth watching. It's, it, it, um. You know, I, I just picked it up because it was on sale cheap, and I, I like I like sports movies. Like, I watch a lot of them. Uh, yeah. especially, I, I usually watch, like, the boxing movies, things like, uh, you know, Rocky or Cinderella Man or, you know, those types of movies. Um, But it, it's worth a watch if you can get it cheap. Uh, it seems to be, like, it did well, had good positive reviews. Uh. And every time I see Zachary Levi, and this is not meant to be a slight on him, he's a big guy. But I don't know what they... I feel like they put him in shirt sizes that are, like, too small, so he always looks super jacked. And I'm just like, I don't know if he's actually super jacked or if his clothes are too tight, you know? Like, it's weird. <laughs> um, um, but yeah. the movie's the movie's pretty good. Like, give this give it a chance. Uh, if you are into sports movies and football and... That kind of thing, um, but that movie is is uh, definitely kind of like all the adversity they have to overcome, which is a lot. Like it is kind of like a lot. Um, I didn't even realize his wife Brenda; she was like a fucking marine, like she was like a United States Marine, dude. Oh damn! Uh, at one point, so that's pretty cool. Um, we played D and D, which we talked about a little bit earlier. Um. God, it was so good to get to get in there and kind of play and be comfortable after yeah. so long doing it. Um, it was like putting on those... You know, you, some people have those beat-up pair of jeans that they just won't throw away because they're so goddamn comfortable. That's what it's like playing D&D &D right now. It's like, I'm wearing these goddamn jeans and fuck, they're comfortable. You know, I... I, uh, I prepped everything and... The timing, I feel like, was mostly perfect when I prepped the adventure for you guys, other than people... If people didn't have to get used to Foundry in the opening like we did, the timing would have been perfect for the end of that adventure, which we kind of had to speed up a little bit at the end. Um, but for the most part, I think we all had fun. I haven't gotten any negative feedback on it, which which I, I obviously I want to hear like all the feedback, good or bad, about what was fun about it, so I can do more of that and that kind of stuff when we played D&D. I'm kind of weird like that, like, like, because I want everybody to have a good time, and that's what's important to me when we play D and D. It's like my number one rule. Um, but yeah, we played that again. It, man, it was fun to get back in and be comfortable. Um, and then I played a smidge, just a smidge of Tiny Tina's Wonderlands last night. Uh, I'd slept most of yesterday, and kind of got up late in the evening. Uh, cause I just, I couldn't lay in bed anymore. It was uncomfortable to lay in bed for that long. Um, and I 
made a purchase of Tiny Tina's Wonderlands to check it out, see how it is, because we've been playing D&D, &D, and that's kind of what that game is, except Borderlands play D&D &D with Tiny Tina. And uh, I liked it. I'm playing, like, the... Uh, the necromancer character that I can't Deathbringer or something I can't remember what it's called uh, in the Borderlands game, but something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but I've already chuckled at a few of the jokes, and and I'm sure we will probably be seeing more of that on the channel if I stream when I'm feeling better yeah. of Tiny Tina's. But uh, that's kind of nice. like all I've been up to. Uh, a lot of it. It's not in the notes, but a lot of it was D&D &D prep the last week, mostly. Like, I'm trying to get everything set up. I'm trying to uh, just get used to prepping again and just... I don't know how to describe it, because I'm sure Daniel is the same. Like, when he, if, if he, when he thinks about Star Wars or something, and, like, you start running through all these scenarios in your head of, like... Here's a storyline I would do, right? If I was doing Star Wars, I do the same thing with Star Wars, yeah. but also with like D and D, right? Like, like the the ruins, for example, or the Scarlet Vein ruins that you guys explored in that D and D one shot that we did, and I was like, I know exactly what the Scarlet Vein is, um, but you guys don't. But I know exactly what it is in my head about exactly what that group is, what they do, what their goals are, and that kind of thing, or or were. If they still exist in the world. Uh, so, and it's like, when I start doing that, it takes me so long to prep because I start like, I go down rabbit holes <laughs> and I plot out way too much in advance of this cool shit that my players will eventually discover. So, uh, so that's what most of my time is, is, is the D and D like world building stuff. Uh, which I think we have an episode of coming up one day in the future for Cantina again. Uh, but yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I've been up to. That's what I've been up to the past week. Um, Daniel, if you if we want to go ahead and head into the gaming news. Sorry, I'm rambling a little bit. Uh, no, so go ahead and yeah, let's, take uh, us away. Alright. So... First thing we got here is that we have a Sea of Thieves update, uh, which was the Forts of the Forgotten Adventure. Uh, I believe it is out now, and they actually have a little bit of a trailer here to go on with it. It started on the twenty fourth, which was last Thursday, but. It's still running until April 7th. Uh, oh, shit. Hang on a second, yeah, they, got a little, they got a little trailer here if you want to throw it up. Yeah, hang on. I got to turn off hardware acceleration. <laughs> mm. uh, I had it on for D&D, &D and I can't capture uh, my browser while it's on. <laughs> yeah. So let me just refresh all my browsers. I hope this doesn't fuck up the... It should fuck up the... It might fuck up the thing. It fucked up my camera. That's fine. We can fix that. Chrome also decided to do an update, apparently. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Give me two the seconds, guys. The Servant of the Flame wants something from the pirate's held captive. 
the there's a masked stranger who uh, is in cahoots with the servant of the flame, possibly. Um, but uh, yeah, I actually haven't tried this out yet. I haven't played Sea Thieves in a little bit. Like I said, though, just been busy doing other things. So hopefully, uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll be able to try this out soon. But uh, haven't been able to try it out just yet. Oh, this is awesome! This sucks. I uh, I rejoined the room, but I can't get my camera. <laughs> Fuck. Mm -hmm. Uh, give me two seconds. Uh, All right. There's got to be a way to do this. Uh, how do I rejoin as a director? Shit. That's not right. I'm sorry, guys. This is my bad. I should have thought ahead. Uh... Does it not let you join as a uh, no as a director again? It won't for some reason. I'm just trying to capture my video. I could probably turn on my camera and actually, Daniel, if you're okay for a second, can we? Can I just remake the room and I'll pause the recording uh, and then we'll restart the recording. I was gonna say yeah, you, yeah, you you can you can just remake the wait, room. Wait, yeah. wait, no, hang on, I got it, I got it. We don't have to do that. Oh, hang on, I I got it. Oh, oh, I think. oh. I believe. Cross is averted. Whoop, 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 whoop. Here we go. We should have it. We should be getting there. I gotta turn my camera back on. Oh, there's a third me. What the fuck is going on right now? Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, there we go. Two seconds. And we're fixed right now. I think. Yeah! Hi! We're fixed. There we go. Sorry, guys. We did it. My bad. Let me turn. Let me put that video back on for you guys. Right. Okay. Sorry. Well, that's a that was uh that that's a new one even for me. So, uh, we're always breaking barriers here on. Oh wow! It's still <clears throat> it's still not showing the video. What the hell? Oh, I know why. Hang on. There we go. I got it. I don't know. There it is. So, why are we holding them? Listen, we so, officers. See of these ports of the forgotten. There you go. What Flameheart demands. That was the deal. You know that. I'm a professional, guys. I promise. A giant head in the sky. Not anymore, he's not. And besides. You know what would happen if we were to disobey. But there are many different ways to put someone in a cage. You should just keep going. Oh, that dude looks cool. Sir. This one. Bring her. Giant head in the sky.
Those guys are wearing masks like the uh, assassin from the Matrix Online. <laughs> cool. Okay. There you go. Well, that's to see if these uh, little little adventure going on right now until the seventh. Um. All right. Moving on from that, we have a, uh, you know how a while back we were talking about there was a, a uh, Ghostbusters game in development that hadn't been announced yet because Ernie Hudson was doing some voiceover for it or whatever. Mm-hmm, well, I remember. Here it is. It's officially been announced. Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed is the name of the game. And we have an announcement trailer right here. So three, two, one, play. I have not watched this trailer yet. But between that, we provided a needed service to the masses. That's where you come in. We're passing the torch, or better yet, passing the particle thrower, giving you the tools. Now let's see if you have the talent. DMCA. Who are you gonna call? The lawyers. <laughs> We're a team working together to watch each other. Uh, that's funny, man. <laughs> now I know you're still a ghost-busting trainee, but there's much more here than meets the eye. Take a look at this. You have the chance to see firsthand what exists on the other side. <laughs> Catching ghosts is only the half of it. This is, a, this is a pretty good trailer. I'd like to see you try to take on my team. You want me you want to go hunt some ghosts or what? Let's do it. Or bust some goats, I should say. It it definitely uses the song to great effect. I'll give it that. Like, yeah. They they edited that together with the song really well and made you kind of want to play. So that was pretty cool. It's pretty cool little trailer. Yeah. Yeah. So that looks that looks pretty neat. It's from coming from Ilphonic. Uh. So I'll probably end up checking that game out at some point, you know. Uh, Ilphonic, for those of you who are unaware, are the people that made Predator Hunting Grounds, Friday the 13th game. So it's it's that style of game where it's like you have like a group of people, like group, let's say a group of four people going up against, you know, one person, right? So mm-hmm. it's those, those style of games. But, but that, looks, that looks cool, man, you know. We got we got mad hooked on Predator there for a little while. Yeah. Um so we'll probably I imagine we'll all be playing this probably again. We love I love Ghostbusters. I love playing games with my friends. These guys kinda give me yeah, what yeah, I want yeah. with it, so Yeah. Uh what's next, Daniel? Next up we have a pretty cool little little demo here. Uh, this is called 
Enemies, and it's a real-time cinematic trailer for the Unity uh, uh, team over here. Uh, for, you know, high-end visuals uh, in 2022. So let's go ahead and check this out, and then I can read a little bit of, uh, on it mm -hmm. afterwards. So, yeah, if you're ready, go ahead and check this out. Let's do it. Three, two, one, go. I saw, I saw this, but I haven't watched it. I saw it got uh, when they put it up. Yeah. <clears throat> it's pretty good, man. I have to say. Mm. I don't know why, but my brain went dishonored seeing the room move around for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I could see that. This lady's a Benny Jesserit. Power <laughs> is given only to those who dare to lower themselves and pick it up. It's on fire. <laughs> Emonies. Hmm. Oh, <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, short of a demo. I always love when they do like the little tag demos uh, so for things. You, uh, uh, yeah, there's another link on the side here, Josh. Oh, okay. It has a little tag demo info right here. I got you. Let me open that. So, raising the bar on Unity's visual quality, Enemies showcases the power and capabilities of the Unity platform for creating high-end, visually compelling content, making it possible for any creative team to fully realize its vision. Uh, our real-time 3D, RT3D technology, is constantly evolving to meet the ever-growing expectations creators have for visual quality and realism. Uh, Enemies expands on the work done for The Heretic, which featured Unity's first realistic digital human. Improvements include a better 4D pipeline, Skin attachment system on the GPU to allow for high density meshes. Uh, you know, an example, Peach Fuzz. Uh, more realistic eyes with caustics on the iris. New skin shader and tension tech for blood flow simulation and wrinkle maps. Eliminating the need for a facial rig for fine details. Mm. I mean, I thought it looked pretty good. Like, even the way, like, when she mm -hmm. was talking and, like, her mouth was moving and stuff because usually like i feel like in games like when they try to 
have stuff look like that like you can tell like the 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 mouth and the and, and the words are not like syncing up properly you know mm-hmm. but like in this i was like i have looks looks good to me man like you know uh yeah what, what, so what, what are your what are your thoughts on it josh um i know you're kind of speaking on it i after think it ended i think um i think this and unreal engine 5 are like the crazy future that's getting here and making like like that lady look real man like you know what i mean like it's it's a little it's uh, it creeps it creeps me out a little bit because of how real it looks in ways and i know it's like obviously it's based on a face but that is a real person but like it's so i don't know it's weird it's it's weird but it's cool it looks great um uh uh but my brain knows it's like this is a digital thing but my brain also knows like this is a real person so it's like fighting with itself to be like yeah uh a little it's just cool you know like i i can't wait to see what people do uh with this kind of tech and it's why i like like the tech demos and like there's obviously limitations when you're doing something that's like all right, we got a fixed camera position. We have all this planned out. Then when it's like in a video game, but this is great for like cutscenes and stuff, for sure. Yeah. Um. I I don't know. I, I, it'll be interesting to see like what people do with it. Like, like I would watch many movies that were like this. You know what I mean? Like, or little short, yeah, short, yeah. limited like series and stuff like that. I agree. I agree. Like as well. this, like 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 we were just saying. This, I mean, this looks great, man. Like mm. as I'm like scrolling through the page, I just see the thumbnail for the video, and I'm like, man, that almost looks like a real person, you know? Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, it looks it looks really really good. They also have the cool. strand based real time hair solution. For the protagonist's highly realistic looks, the demo team and Unity's R&D team collaborated on an all-new hair solution for uh, authoring, importing, simulating, and rendering strand-based hair. It works with any uh, authoring tools that output data in Alembic format. In enemies, the team used Maya XGen and is uh, validating the pipeline with Weta Barbership. But yeah, I mean, I, I just... Yeah, scrolling through it, I'm like, man, thumbnail is so so real and like whenever um whenever somebody talks about hair and like digital hair, all I think is Merida from uh Brave. Cause like they had to go in and animate each strand of that and I'm just like, that's so much work. Imagine if you had an engine like this that kind of did it for you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like um, which I'm sure it's still a lot of work, but probably easier. Um I'd imagine. Getting hair right in video games or in the digital medium is so fucking hard. Like, because it just goes everywhere and can clip through shit and look strange. Yeah. Like, uh, but that's pretty cool. Yeah, I just thought we thought, thought we would uh, show that a little bit because you know it's, yeah. it's like you said, future man looks looks great. I like I like looking at the tech demos that they do for stuff like. You get a glimpse of the future, like you really do. Like the, uh, uh, kind of like when they showed off. Uh, I think it was the Unreal Engine, and then they came up with like a game for that demo a little while later. That's kind of based on it a little bit. My guys, my brain is mush after the past couple of days. So if I sound stoned or like Josh is out of his mind right now, 
I mean, I'm probably out of my mind, but like, it, it, it's not on purpose. I promise. It's just, I'm, I'm just kind of rambling at the moment. But, uh, you know, it's cool to check out tech demos. Uh, it's fun. Uh, what do we oh, yeah. got next? Next up, we have uh, oh, some information yeah. of Sons of the Forest and how it was delayed. Uh, N Night Games put out a tweet uh, talking about uh, how their twenty twenty May twenty twenty two release date uh, for the Sons of the Forest was overly ambitious, and uh, they'll be able to deliver their vision uh, of the next step in survival games. Uh, as they move it to October, uh, yeah, of this year, so it's still coming out this year, it's just you know, gotta wait more time, which you know is fine. I think it's I fine, you know. I want to call out the guy in these tweets so bad down here, but I think I'm just gonna block him instead. Um, uh, I <laughs> you know, I, I think uh, that you and I are on the same page, and we've said it so many times that we're okay with delays. There's a dude on the on, in the comments that's bitching about delays. Guy in the comments that's bitching about delays, go fuck yourself. Okay, I'd rather have a good product. So take your opinion and shove them up your ass. Okay, quit being an asshole to the devs in the comments. Grow the fuck up. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, we we are fine with delays here. We like to play games oh, yeah. that are good and are complete. And don't have a bunch of bugs and just horrible weirdness. Um, so, um, and and it is a trying time the last few years for things, you know? Like, uh, has not exactly been easy for a lot of people, including game developers. Uh, so, the world would be a better place if you stopped being jerkwads in the comments about it. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, fine with a delay. Fits more in October anyway. We'll be having fun come Halloween. I imagine there'll be a Phasmo update around that time. We'll be watching Halloween movies again. October is like, it's going to be fun. It's always fun every year. But yeah, Sons of the Forest delayed, I guess. What do we have next, Daniel, now that my rant's over? <laughs> next up, we have a little, this isn't necessarily gaming news, but it pertains to a video game. And that is that uh, over at the Galaxy's Edge oh, in Disneyland yeah. and Disney World. I saw this. They have uh, they have released uh, Cal Kestis' lightsaber uh, at the Doc Ondar's uh, den of antiquities. So if you so if you go want to go buy your your lightsaber, you can either make your own or you can buy one of the legacy sabers. Which legacy sabers? All that means is just you know you can get Luke's lightsaber, you can get Ahsoka's, you know, whoever like an existing character in, in the in the universe as opposed to making your own. So Cal Kestis, Cal lightsaber has been added to that, and That's uh, it looks cool. good, man. I think it looks badass, right? Look at it. I'd love to have one. And then at the end, you see you know uh, Cameron Monaghan holding it, so you know it's like Cal in live action. You know, it looks cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the lightsaber looks cool, man. I would watch a little live action with Cal. I should do a little yeah, miniseries cool, or something. It'd be cool. It would be pretty dope. I, I wonder if they... Uh, 
actually have any plans on including him in anything. But then again, I was wondering the same thing about Janina Gavankar and Ida Versio, you know, from Battlefront 2. Mm. They haven't really put her in anything. Even though, like, the current timeline we are in right now with the Mandalorian and stuff would be perfect because she, she kind of fits in that timeline. And they haven't put her in any of that, so I don't know. Maybe. Maybe we'll get something eventually. They... I know they like the character of Cal Kestis because we're getting a sequel to Fallen Order, right? So that means we're going to get more Cal. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And and uh, Monic Monic seems to really like the character as well. So like, I imagine he's probably like, "Put me in more. Let me do more." You know, put me in, coach. <laughs> put me in, coach. So like, you saw Fallen Order did well. You know, it's not my fault. The EA did. Battlefront for so long, okay? I should have done Fallen Order earlier. Come on, put me in... Co- no, I'm kidding, but like, we're definitely getting a sequel. And Calcastus is a cool character. So, I could... I would really... I'd watch a fucking little live action with Cal. <laughs> uh, what yeah, do we got? I know, I, know, I, know, I know a lot of us would, would want to see that. Mm-hmm. Next thing we got here is uh, The Wolf Among Us 2 Episode 1. We'll catch you up to speed if you didn't play the first game. So if you haven't played the first game, don't worry. Although I, I personally strongly recommend playing through the first game. But yeah. No, if you if you don't, the episode one will catch you up. Um. So they, uh, Telltale CEO Jamie Audley, I believe is how you say that, uh, said that the episode will get players up to speed on the characters. Uh, uh, in talking to IGN, he, uh, or it was reported by IGN. I'm sorry. Uh, Audley said we strive to design our narratives so they can stand on their own, citing that despite that he hopes players jump into the first game to experience it beforehand or before the second, which is what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, like definitely, definitely play the first season if you haven't. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, if players don't, they'll still be prepared for the sequel by the end of its first episode because Audley thinks. The opening of the first episode sets things up in such a way that the player understands how the characters got where they are now. Um, so yeah, the the second game comes out next year, so you got plenty of time to catch up in the meantime. As for me personally, I have played the first game several times because it's my favorite Telltale game. But what I need to catch up on is the comics, the Fables comics. That's what I want to. I have that as a personal goal is to catch up on those comics before season two comes out. So. That's just well, the thing the, for me that I'm like in the in the movie. future in the future on Cantina guys we're going to dive into some comics too so maybe fables would be one of those things that we talk about in the future. Um, I was going to ask you, Daniel, since you have played the first season a little bit when it or sorry you have completed it several times rather. Um, yeah. When it ends, does it does it does it end on like a cliffhanger or does it wrap up that whole first season pretty well? Uh, and that's kind of what I'm curious about because if they're like they're yeah. saying they're saying you'll be caught up first if in the first episode of season two or the game two, whatever you call it yeah um, it, it, season season two episode one is what they is what it is yeah got it so so yeah at the end of that first season there's some stuff that happens and you're like wait a minute what and then mm. obviously like it you know so here's the thing the first game came out in 2013 the the part two is gonna come out next year, so it'll, it's it's ten it's been ten years, right? God, it feels oh, like just yesterday. <laughs> I I know it does, right? Because like part of me is like, yo, twenty thirteen does feel like forever ago, but at the same time, I'm like, man, I remember twenty thirteen 
a little bit. You know what I mean? Like I'm like you know you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. but but it has been ten years, man. Or but it's gonna be ten years, which is which is crazy to think about, but it's true. But anyway, yeah, I'm excited because yeah, there's some there's some stuff I don't want to spoil anything, but there's something that happens at the end of of that first season that you're like they're like whoa we're ending it like this like I want I want to know more like you know what I mean like come on why uh but anyway yeah I uh I'm excited man I I love I love the Wolf Among Us man so like I said yeah I want to make it a personal if if even if we don't do it on Cantina I want to make it a goal of mine to catch up on those famous <laughs> comics uh, yeah. I'm definitely super super into that so definitely want to want to do that anyway uh we can move on to the next thing which is that Rockstar has unveiled GTA Plus, a GTA Online subscription with exclusive uh, yes. benefits and bonus rewards. I, I saw this. It seems like the worst deal in gaming. But go ahead and tell us what it's about, Daniel. Uh, starting March 29th, players can sign up for the membership for $5.99 a month and can be canceled at any time. That cost will get you a recurring monthly 500000 direct deposit to your May's bank account. Plus, exclusive benefits like the waived LS car meet membership fees and more. Based on Rockstar's announcement, it seems like the monthly rewards and benefits will change because they list what subscribers will get for the period of March 29th through April 7th. Uh, Over on their announcement, they said GTA Plus is a new membership program exclusively for GTA Online on the PS5 and Xbox Series X and S, which is interesting because it's not for for previous gen, it's just for current gen. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, I, I play on the PS4 or PS3 or whatever, and I'm, I'm going to get this membership. Sounds like it's only for PS5 and, and uh, Xbox X and S. So if you don't have a a, a current modern console, then, uh, you know, you're, you're out of luck, I guess, if you want to pay for this for some reason. But anyway. Trust me, you don't. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to continue. Don't pay for this. We got, uh, <laughs> let's see. Uh, providing easy access to a range of valuable benefits for both new and long-standing players in the latest generation consoles. There you go again. Confirmation of the latest consoles. Being a GTA Plus member gets you a recurring monthly 500k uh, plus the opportunity to claim properties in and around Los Santos that un- unlock gameplay updates you may have missed out on. Special vehicle upgrades, member-only discounts, GTA dollars, and RP bonuses for each month. Uh, so this is for the for the uh, for the first month of March 29th through April 27th, 500k. Uh, the Principe, the Principe Devastate, which is, uh, I guess, a, a, a what is this? Special upgrades work before, I guess, it's like a vehicle or something. Uh, auto shop located in La Mesa. Uh, bunch of gameplay updates for from the. From the tuners, uh, current auto shop owners can relocate to La Mesa at no additional cost. Waived LS car meet memberships. Current LS car meet members of GTA Plus will be reimbursed 550k during this event period. Yacht owners can upgrade to the Aquarius Super Yacht at no additional cost. The Goose, the Gusso Frog Tee and a bro- Broker Prolapse basketball top and shorts automatically added to your wardrobe. The conveyor livery of the Mammoth Avenger. HVY APC and TMO2 Kanjali, a free a selection of free paints and emblems for the auto shop, three times GTA dollars in RP on Hal's Special Works Race Series, two times car meet rep on the Street Race Series. 
So that is what you get for the first month. As I see Josh just looking in uh, complete uh, and utter, just like yeah, he is. There, there he goes. I've never seen such a money grab in my whole life. Like this is real bad. Hey, Rockstar, if you want to make money, just make fucking games, dude. You're not a fucking MMO. Make a goddamn game, put it out, and we'll buy it. Make some decent DLC, maybe, for Red Dead. You know? Like, the only people that are going to do this are fucking morons. Like, I'm sorry, if you get this, I think you're a fucking idiot. I'm like, I'm just going to say it. You're stupid if you buy this. All right? Because, one, you're encouraging, in my opinion... A horrible practice by a game company which is a subscription service for something that doesn't require a subscription service the rewards are ass five hundred thousand a month like for when they release something new it's millions of dollars in gta 500 grand's nothing i also love that they add on rockstar says gta plus members will also be able to purchase gta plus shark cards that provide extra yep. bonus cash dude I, so they don't give you that. You have to, they you, you they give you access to buy them. I hate this. I just hate it. And if you get it, I hate you. Okay. Like I'm just gonna let you know. If if you buy this, you're a mortal enemy of mine for life because you are encouraging a terrible business practice that I despise. Oh, shit. That's you're enabling Rockstar to keep fucking people that loved Red Dead and 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 even GTA. True. Like. I despise this. I think it's moronic and, and stupid. And if you're, you're you're denying me my my Red Dead content, fuck you, man, because I want more Red Dead content, bastard. Rockstar could be making decent DLC, you know, for their games. Instead, they're like, guys, I got an idea. We got a lot of kids that play GTA, right? Those kids yeah. got their parents' credit cards, okay? So follow me here. We're going to pretend we're offering them a thing for $7 a month. Go fuck yourself. I'm going to keep my $7. Or however much this costs. It's like $5.99. I'm throwing in taxes. I'm throwing in tax and stuff. Madden up the fees that it's obviously going to be on there. Save your six, seven bucks, right? You can go buy six hamburgers. And it would be a better, a better use of your money than this. All right? Like... Go to the this, fucking dollar menu, bro. Go, go hook yourself up. This is fucking stupid, all right? Like, I can make... Guys, I understand that some of you pay subs on our Twitch channels because you want to support us because you like the content we do. I like to think that I offer you more content for your $5 on Twitch than Rockstar does in their fucking game if you feel the, the need to give me 5 bucks. Like, this is so stupid it feels predatory to me in some ways too yeah uh, if, if you guys want to if you guys want to spend five bucks you know if, if, if you're uh if you have amazon prime feel free to throw your prime sub over here man he doesn't cost yeah. you anything man. That, that's, that's true that's, that's, if you if you already have amazon prime throw your prime out here man that's that's, that's doesn't cost you a thing and then and, and, and it helps us out so there you go 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 support a creator you don't even have to support me or daniel go find somebody that you like Go give them a free Prime sub. Uh, or go give them $5 a month. I would rather you do that for somebody that actually deserves it. Not a fucking billion dollar company that fucks over their customers that could do better. Like, this is pathetic. That's what I got to say about that. 
Anyway, we can move on from that. Uh, next thing we have here is uh, the all-new PlayStation Plus launches in June with 700-plus games and more value than ever. So Sorry. Let's get into I, that. I spit on my camera a little bit when I was saying So this that. was the uh, the news that we had today for PlayStation Plus. This is uh, PlayStation's uh, yes. answer. This is PlayStation's answer to the, the Microsoft's Game Pass or whatever, right? So Supposedly, yeah. So what we have here is uh, um, they're 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 separating PlayStation Plus into three different tiers now. So there's PlayStation Plus Essential, PlayStation Plus Extra, and then PlayStation Plus Premium. So we're gonna get into what these changes are and all that here. Also uh, known as PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Plus Plus. And PlayStation plus 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 plus, plus uh, <laughs> fucking cubed or whatever. Oh my god! Sorry, I just hey, PlayStation that, Plus is the third power anyway. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation Plus Essential, which is I guess the the the, the basic one. I think that's uh, what we have now. Yeah, yeah, provides the same benefits that PlayStation Plus members are getting today, such as two monthly downloadable games, exclusive discounts, cloud storage for saved games, online multiplayer access. There are no changes for for for. Uh, members of this tier it's gonna be uh 10 bucks monthly 25 quarterly and 60 yearly and then playstation plus extra uh which which provides everything from the previous tier but it's also going to be adding a catalog of up to 400 of the most enjoyable ps4 and ps5 games including blockbuster hits from PlayStation Studios catalog and third-party partners, uh, games in the extra tier are downloadable for play, and that this tier is going to be fifteen bucks monthly, forty dollars quarterly, and one hundred yearly. And then for the premium uh, tier, uh, again, all the previous benefits from the two from the previous two tiers. Adds up to 340 additional games, including PS3 games available via cloud streaming, a catalog of beloved classic games available in both streaming and download options from the original PlayStation, PS2, and PSP generations. Offers cloud streaming access for original PlayStation, PS2, PSP, PS4 games offered in the extra and premium tiers markets where PlayStation Now is currently available. Customers can stream games using PS4 and PS5 consoles and PC. Time-limited game trials will also be offered in this tier, so customers can try select games before they buy. And this is going to be a $17.99 monthly, $50 quarterly, and $120 yearly subscription. Um... The new extra and premium tiers represent a major evolution for PlayStation Plus. With these tiers, our key focus is to ensure that the hundreds of games we offer will include the best quality content that sets us apart. At launch, we plan to include titles such as Death Stranding, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales, Mortal Kombat 11, and Returnal. We're working closely with our imaginative developers from PlayStation Studios and our third-party partners to include some of the best gaming experiences available with a library that will be regularly refreshed. More details to come on the games we'll have on our new PlayStation Plus service. Uh, 
With the new PlayStation Plus service launches, PlayStation Now will transition to the PlayStation Plus offering and no longer be available as a standalone service. So they're merging PlayStation Now and PlayStation Plus, essentially, which is what it sounded like by the sounds of what I was reading earlier. Uh, but anyway, uh, PlayStation Now customers will mi migrate over to PlayStation Plus Premium with no increase to their current subscription fees at launch. This is a massive launch effort. We're rolling out PlayStation Plus offering in a phased regional approach. In the June timeframe, we'll begin with the initial launch in several markets in Asia, followed by North America, Europe, and the rest of the world where PlayStation Plus is offered. Uh, we aim to have the best or the most PlayStation Network territories live with our new PS Plus game subscription service by the end of the first half of 2022. Uh, plan to expand gaming streaming benefits to additional markets and provide more details at a later date. Um, so yeah, that's uh, those are the changes to PlayStation Plus, and uh, they're merging PlayStation Now and and Plus together, which makes a whole lot of sense with these changes. So uh, what do you think, Josh? What, what's uh, um tears so we have tears we have tears um uh it mostly it mostly really depends on what uh they're throwing like adds a catalog of up to 400 of the most enjoyable ps4 ps5 games you know what what games are those what are those 400 are they gonna be it better be something fucking good you know if you want me to pay 100 bucks a year you know like um one of the things I would change is I would have thrown the PSP version of uh, a catalog. I'd throw that into the extra tier, um, uh, because and then keep the regular PlayStation and the PS2 in like that third tier. Also PS3. The thing with cloud streaming is like it can be laggy and shit too. So like when you add that on there and you're like, this is a benefit. And like, how much of a benefit is it really? Because that's hundred and twenty dollars for me for you to stream a game to me. I'm having to pay my internet bill every month, right? So that's like, that takes up streaming. Uh, you know, I got to have good internet. Uh, what if I have a data cap on my internet? I'm like, you got to think about the prices for all this shit. So it's like, it says it's $120 for like a year or $18 a month. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, that is a year. But you got to think, what if I'm hitting data caps and getting those extra fees? I'm having to pay the internet fee for streaming. You know, it's like all that kind of matters so yeah. and and especially with the way that the streaming cloud streaming isn't exactly perfect yet and internet speeds internet speeds in the united states are kind of dick at times like a lot of the time like you've seen it on the stream like at times where my frames will drop when we're doing the show you know when i stream a game sometimes my stream will drop because my internet's not the best you know i'm sure it happens to every streamer out there um like we're really lagging behind in terms of getting fiber out to people at reasonable prices. Uh, so I just don't think cloud streaming is where it's at yet. And I'm not going to pay $120 for that stuff. Like, I don't have a data cap fee, luckily, on my internet. But, you know, I could very easily eventually have one on there. And I'm going to be streaming video game data to my computer and filling up, you know, my data cap with my ISP. And have to pay those extra fees. It's kind of going to suck if that's thing. So, it, like, all that kind of matters. Um, as it currently stands, I'll just keep with my basic PS Plus until I see, like, a big benefit to having one of the other ones. Because I definitely don't see one now. Like, 
to moving it up. Like, this is just all the plans. It's not like necessarily what's in the plan. Like right now, I don't even have my game Xbox Game Pass. But sometimes I'll do an Xbox Game Pass for a little while and and swap it up. Um, but we'll see. What do you think? Yeah. What's your thoughts on this, Daniel? Yeah, I don't... Another thing that we didn't mention in this is that Jim Ryan, uh, PlayStation's, like, you know, CEO, mm -hmm. was, was talking about why um, they didn't, like, include their their like uh you know game pass is like biggest feature of like you know including uh like like new games on onto like you know uh the service right away or whatever yeah and uh he said that um Uh, well, I'm going to quote what he said. So let me go ahead and say that first. Uh, in terms of putting our own games into the service or any of our services upon the release, as you, as you well know, this is not a road that we've gone down in the past. And it's not a road that we're going to go down with this new service. We feel that, that if we were to do that with the games that we make at PlayStation Studios, uh, the virtuous cycle will, will be broken. The level of investment that we need to make in our studios will not be possible, and we think the knock-on effect of the quality of the games we make will not be something that gamers want. Um, so he's talking about why, like, they don't include, like, uh, you know, their first-party games or whatever onto the service, like, immediately. Kind of like, you know, when Game Pass, there's like, oh, here's a new game that's going to come out, but guess what? It's going to be available on Game Pass Day 1, you know, or something like that. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what what he was referring to in that. So he doesn't want to, yeah, they they don't want to include uh, their game straight to PlayStation Plus right away. I mean that's uh, that's fine. You can do that, but Game Pass is going to remain the best deal in gaming, in my opinion, for the for this reason that they do do it. Like they're they're betting on the future, and PlayStation is kind of like trying to maintain what they have now a little bit. You know what I mean, like. And Microsoft is buying up companies, and when they buy up things like Bethesda, and can be like, hey, guess what, guys? Starfield, day one, Game Pass. Like, why would I ever want to buy that on PlayStation? You know, like, other than the fact that you might own one instead of an Xbox. Like, I just, it, uh, <laughs> it seems like they're missing the point a little bit uh, with it. You know, like, pretty soon... Microsoft is going to have like guys you could do you can do a game pass and uh and uh and World of Warcraft sub for five dollars more you know like kind of like a combined deal type of deal whereas PlayStation's like guys you can do cloud streaming over here for a hundred and twenty dollars a year with but but it's not really a hundred twenty dollars a year because you're also playing paying for your internet your data caps and all that shit so to me, this isn't that good. I really don't. Compared to the Xbox, I don't think it's that good, which makes me sad because I'm a Sony fanboy, as weird as that is. Um, but I, I will stand by and say that I feel like Game Pass is like one of the absolute best deals for for people, like right now. Uh, new game comes out, 
I, I don't want to pay $60 for it, but I could do a couple months Game Pass and probably finish it up. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't have a lot of thoughts because we don't have like the super details of everything that's going to be on here or release dates for anything, but just let a glance, I still think Game Pass is better at the moment, so we'll see, I guess, how the, how it further develops. I do think it's cool playing the old games, but there's, but that's like them trying to cash in on your nostalgia more than anything. Yeah, for sure. So... We'll see. There's supposed to be there's rumors of some other announcements this week from PlayStation. We'll see about that um, as the week goes on. And obviously, we'll talk about it next week if it does, if they do drop. But yeah, those are my thoughts on that. I don't think it's a particularly good deal as it is, to be honest. Like 700 plus dead games. Yeah, like stuff we've played before in the past and that you want to, you know, cash in on. What do we got next, Daniel, if uh, we don't have anything more to say on that? Yeah, we can move on from that. Um, Maybe I'm letting my truth fly too free today. I don't know, but I feel like I'm attacking everything. (laughs) The last thing we have here today is that there's a launch timing update for The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel, which still doesn't have a fucking name, but we're going to check this out here. All right, let's check this out. Let me open this. I swear to God, if this is a minute and a half of a black screen, I'm going to laugh. <laughs> Alright, I got it up. 3, 2, 1, play. Konnichiwa. Zelda no Densetsu, series producer no Aonuma desu. Zelda no Densetsu, Breath of the Wild, and the Kusubai時期に関してお知らせがあります。本作は2022年に発売を予定していると伝えしていましたが、開発にもう少しお時間をいただきたく発売を2023年春に変更させていただきたいと思います。いや、they're <笑> そこで皆さんを。That's I'm just my. I know we're joking about like they can't come up with a name, but like I legit am wondering why won't why they won't just fucking th- like name this game. I don't know. Like apparently, the, uh, the last thing I remember hearing was that they actually have a name, but they don't want to give it away because like this will spoil some of the game. But I'm like, what? Like what? Like what could that even like? You know what I mean? Like why? Yeah. Uh, I just want to say for the audio listeners that don't speak Japanese, uh, what all this video is all about is like, they're like, we previously announced a date for 2022. We're going to have to delay the to spring of 2023. So that's what it, that, that's what that whole video is. And they show a little bit of uh, footage yeah. from the game. Um, but I don't know what the deal is. They don't, 
That I, I, with the name, I mean, I, I understand delays. Like COVID has fucking crippled so many things, but um, yeah, sure. Uh, the uh, the naming thing, I don't get. Like the, the how long is this? I just it's been announced. This has been announced for like a while now, right? Like been, I feel it's like it's been a while now. Yeah, I feel like it's been a year or two now that this thing thing has been announced. But I just. I just like why why can't we have a why don't we have a name for this man like I'm sick of calling it the Legend of Zelda the or the sequel to the Legend of Zelda the Breath of the Wild can we just can we give it a fucking name like a proper name already man God I don't know man. I I don't honestly don't know why they would just call it Breath of the Wild too like uh like why are you you're gonna spoil if you have a title that's gonna spoil it anyway why not just go ahead and get it out there like like not to be a a dick about it, but like I don't understand. I mean, give it a fucking name. <laughs> yeah, I'm like just, I'm just I'm sick of this, man. I'm sick of it. But anyway, uh, eh, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm ready to move on to the TV news, man. All right, yeah, let's let's keep on moving. Go ahead. All right. Oh, we have a trailer first. Okay. So first thing we got here. Is we have a trailer for Tekken Bloodline official teaser over at Netflix. All right, let's check this out. I got it up. The first opponent you must defeat in any fight is yourself. So I don't know how big of a Tekken fan you are, and I am not really, but like, I've played I've, some of the games here and there. I've, I've played them in the past. Hmm. But like... Dang, man, he chopped him down. I will train you to fight. In return, you will prove to me you're worthy of your ancestry. Damn, that guy's that dude's as big as fucking Kingpin in Spider Verse. <laughs> Dude, if any, yeah, anybody's biggest Kingpin in Spider Verse is fucking wild, man. That's a big motherfucker if you're as big as Kingpin is in that movie. Like, I feel like. Up. I feel like I played Tekken more growing up. Like my dad, yeah. fighting games are not my thing. They they never really have been. I like Mortal Kombat because everybody liked Mortal Kombat growing up. You know, we like the we like the blood, violence, and gore. Right? Let's not beat around the bush. We loved Mortal Kombat for those reasons. Tekken I played because dad wanted to have video games to play. You know, like growing up. So. Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, the trailer looks kind of good. I, I mean, I'm going to check it yeah, out. I mean, yeah, it didn't it look, look bad. It looks, it looks pretty decent, yeah. Sure. But, I mean, <laughs> it's a fighting game. Not to be an asshole, but who gives a fuck about story in fighting games? Like, I don't think anybody sure. really did. Uh, like, I don't remember. I mean, Mortal Kombat obviously had stories and they had character stories, and as you kind of went through it, unlock them. But, like, it didn't really have, like, a story 
until like the later Mortal Kombat games like X and 11 and however fucking number we're up to now, you know, where they had actually good stories, story modes. So, uh, we'll see if they can sell me on characters that we have used to fight growing up as a kid, I guess. Where's my Primal Carnage show? It's like, uh, (laughs) <laughs> it seems like Heihachi is going to be a big focus on this show, so there you go. Mm-hmm. Give me Primal Carnage in the fucking movie, alright? And you know, you know, it's funny that we mentioned that who gives a shit about fighting game stories and fighting games, but mm-hmm. the reason why I played Injustice, this, the DC fighting game, was because I was curious about the story, dude. I was like, yeah. Cause well, I, yeah. Because I'm not into fighting games either, right? Like, I, I only play, like, Smash Bros, if any, if any fighting games, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, oh, it's DC, it's a fighting game, so I'll, I'll check it out. That's the thing, shot. though. That's different because they're comic books first, right? Like, yeah. so they're they're gonna have a story because comics are stories, right? Tekken is yeah. they're just throwing down. Yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Injustice has a great story, you know. Mortal Kombat versus uh, DC or whatever the fuck had interesting story. You know, where they had the little crossover kind of stuff. You know, so. With something that's just Tekken, you gotta gotta have to sell really hard to make me like those, not like those characters, but kind of get in their head a little bit. What do we have next, Daniel? If that's all we have for Tekken, because I don't have any more to say on it. Yep. Uh, next up, we have what's going to be new on HBO Max this upcoming month. So we got a lot. We have a lot of things on here. So I would say we're not going to read them all off because it's way too much. Mm-hmm. But I would say look through this list, Josh, and see. What 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 uh, if anything piques your interest of what's coming to HBO Max uh, next month? So there's a lot of stuff on here like uh, Annabelle, fucking Beetlejuice, uh, Dances with Wolves. Oh man, Iron Eagle. I own Dances with Wolves, so I ain't too worried about that. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do our Cobra Kai. Johnny Lawrence fantasies and watch Iron Eagle. How about it? Let's go. <laughs> crawl. Crawl. We might do a retro rewind of Crawl at some point in the future. <laughs> I haven't seen yeah, that movie moon. in so long. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot. A lot moon's great. This, uh, this is only day one or April 1st, you know what I mean? So If you guys haven't seen Moon, go check that out. The Incredible Hulk, man, 2008. That's 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 cool. Let's see what we got here. Oh, uh, dude, The Last Airbender, man. 2010, the movie. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Canceling my oh, sub right now. Dude, the Raid the Raid Redemption. Hell yeah, the extended version too. That's that's actually really cool. The Raid's great. Yeah, the Raid's are fucking awesome. Universal Soldier, the return. Man of Steel on April 5th. That's cool. I love Man of Steel. Tokyo Vice, the new new show, new HBO Max show. 
Black Mass. Black Mass is pretty good. If you've never seen it. Barry season three in on April fourth or April twenty fourth. Uh, let's see, Devil's Rejects April thirtieth. Oh, and then, I, I didn't see much. So I don't want to see it, to be honest. And then we have a list of things leaving next month. So we got oh, no. uh, too too fast, too furious. Saying so. A good day to die hard. Bloodsport. Uh, oh, Bloodsport's classic. Hitman 2007. So we got some Poltergeist stuff on here. The, oh, man, the Brady Bunch movie. You know, <laughs> the the Fast and the Furious. Dang, all, all these Fast and the Furious movies are leaving. So if you haven't seen them, for so, you know, check them out, I guess, if you're into that. If you, if you haven't sure, seen although, them, although, you've had 19 years. What the fuck were you doing? Okay, like Or 20 but also, years. I was gonna say if you're into that, you probably have seen them already, so it's no big deal. Uh, won't you be my neighbor? Oh, dang, that's leaving next month. Okay. Yeah, oh, I mean that's that's what's uh that's what come that's what's coming and and leaving. And then I'm sure the Batman, you know, the new movie is gonna be on here at some point too. You know. Yeah, forty five days after release. I heard or with what I read, I think. Right? Oh, I can't so, wait for I can't wait to rewatch that. But uh, same. But yeah, that's uh that's what's coming and leaving. There's really a, if you guys want to check out a whole list, uh, I'm sure if you Google it, it'll you'll you'll find it. There's you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of th- titles on here that are both coming and going for for next month. Uh, and I'll just go ahead and tell you, none of them are worth watching. Holla if you hear me. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, there's nothing on there that I want to see, except the raid. The raid's good. Yeah. Uh, to to be fair, there's a lot of good. There's there's some pretty good stuff on here, but a lot of it is just like you know. A lot of it is shit I've seen a billion times. Like I'm not trying to be an seen, asshole. Yeah. But... <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We've already seen it. Yeah. There's seven brides for seven brothers. Remember when we watched that, Daniel? Daniel don't like musicals, guys. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, we yeah, I'm not, <laughs> we, we did I'm make not, him uh, watch that one. <laughs> I'm not super into musicals. Yeah. Uh, I do like the rare one on occasion, like La La Land and. You know, you know, I like Disney movies, and a lot of those are just fucking, I guess, musicals, right? Yeah. Ways. But anyway. But yeah, I'm generally not a musical person. But anyway. Mulan starts on. as a musical, and then halfway through it becomes and a war movie. Yeah, and I love Mulan. <laughs> Mulan is fantastic. That's all we're fighting for. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Halo has set premiere viewership has set a premier viewership record for paramount plus uh so according to paramount halo has set a new record uh for the most watched series premiere globally in its first 24 hours of release topping the previous mark established by yellowstone uh prequel 1883 in december as usual, no numbers were provided. For reference, though, the record-breaking 1883 series debut on Paramount Plus drew 4.9 million viewers uh, in promotional linear airing behind Yellowstone on Paramount Network. Uh, we will get a sense of the scope of Halo's viewership when Nielsen's streaming rankings for this week come out. Uh, Paramount Plus original has yet to crack the top 10. 
So that's interesting. Uh, even though we kind of we, we, we kind of briefly touched upon this the first episode, uh, you know, on how we felt about it earlier. But, I'm most uh, curious about the second episode and see what they retain, right? A lot of people just check this out because right. it's Halo and are curious. So I'm super curious about that second episode to be like... And of course, they're going to make the first episode at least decent because they want you to... Because everybody's going to check it out and they want you to be, you know, they want you to watch it. So, well, the first first, the first be... 15 minutes is great, right? Like, everybody would watch that episode just for that first 15 minutes of, like, all right, I've heard everybody talk about this. Let's check it out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, anyway. Moving on to movie news. All right. Uh, there's a live-action Voltron movie in the works, which I don't know how into, like, Voltron or any of that stuff you are. I mean, I've watched, like, some of it, but not, like, too much of it, to be honest. I know they came out with a new show on Netflix as well more recently, but I haven't seen that yet either. Honestly, I haven't watched a lot of Voltron. But, hey, man, I'm, in, I'm into giant mechs fighting stuff, so fuck it, dude. Hell, yeah. Where's my Beetleborg movie? <laughs> that I remember. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's cool. Uh, Ross and Marshall Thurber is going to be the director. Uh, uh, writing the screenplay is Ellen Shanman. Uh, and they they uh, they've been trying for years to make this into a live action movie, but they haven't been able to do it until now. I guess so. We'll see. We'll see how they do with it. I will be intrigued to see a trailer because I'm curious to see what this will look like in live action. But, uh, yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, we have a trailer uh, yes. for Top Gun Maverick. No, which I haven't no, seen this yet because it dropped earlier either. today. So no reaction from me this time, or, or you know, my reaction is gonna be here on the podcast. So let's let's get it, man. Let's uh, yeah, count us down. Let's see what we got here. Uh, let me open it up. All right, three, two, one, play. Oh, look at that! Another a countdown within the trailer. <laughs> What do we have here? Yeah, here I thought we were special. Fellas, this here's Bagman. Hangman. Whatever. Bagman. Is this? Everyone here is the best there is. Mm. Who the hell are they going to get to teach us? Who you ask? Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. You are not my first choice. You are here at the request of Admiral Kazansky, AKA Iceman. He seems to think that you have something left to offer the Navy. What that is, I can't imagine. I forgot John Hamm was in this movie. Yeah. Respect, sir. I'm not a teacher. Just want to manage expectations. Captain speaking. Then we're off. 
This may. We're going into combat on a level no living pilot's ever seen. Not even him. You think up there you're dead? Believe me. My dad believed in you. I'm not gonna make the same mistake. Oh shit, okay. Someone's not coming back from this. Those are your pilots. Anything happens to them. You will never forgive yourself. No turning back now. Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, that looks pretty good, dude. I'm in. May 27th. There you go. I'm probably, uh, I'll probably drag my old man to the theater. See, <laughs> we're all vaxxed up. Let's go check it out. Uh, I think that looks great. Uh, I think that looks really cool. Uh, it's been quiet for a while because it was supposed to come out, you know, and they delayed it. And yeah, it's we've seen to come out like a while ago, man. But they and they've if they've posted the uh, multiple trailers, but honestly, I think that's the best one. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the movie now. Uh, so close now, man. Yeah, we also got a poster here, guys. I'll throw that up as well. Uh, it's a pretty decent right. poster. Um. You got Maverick and, and the jet in the background there. No, just a poster. Yeah. In theaters and IMAX. Coming soon. Coming soon. Nice. Uh, I remember growing up watching Top Gun a lot. My parents would have it on. So my mom, cool. my mom was a big uh, Top Gun fan. <clears throat> All right. That'll wrap up our news for this week, man. That is the news, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that we have for you this week. I'm sure we'll have more for you next week. I'm sure we'll have drops throughout this week. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break here. Get up, go bathroom, all that stuff. When we come back, we'll be talking Deadwood. We're gonna spoil the shit out of it. So if you haven't seen it, get the fuck out. Yeah. Don't come back till you've seen so, it. Uh, yes. Because exactly. <laughs> um, we got we then, got some things to talk about, man. There's mm -hmm. some things to talk about. It's going to be interesting. I look forward to talking about it. But yeah, I'll put some music on for you guys to run some ads, and we'll be right back after this. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Clockwork Cantina. We're ready for the second half of the show here. Let me make sure I've resumed the recording. I have. Yes. Uh, I've killed the music. It's us. We're here. We're going to be talking about Deadwood. We're going to be spoiling Deadwood. So if you haven't seen Deadwood, this is your warning. Uh, take a hike before you get spoiled on uh, 
on three seasons of Deadwood plus the Deadwood movie. Um, indeed, indeed. So I'm going to throw up a text warning there. There it is, Deadwood spoilers. So Deadwood is a show that mm-hmm. I heard of, we've heard about, right? Like I've heard about growing up kind of like because it came out when we were like... 2004 it came out. Uh, yeah. It's early 2000s show in that era. So I was like 2004. I was like 14, right? So, um, yeah, I I definitely wasn't watching this kind of stuff back then. No, 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 no. I remember it like, so I remember advertising on HBO, but I I didn't watch it. Um, like, but I would see like an ad for it because like, and it was one of those shows that kind of it had three seasons and it kind of got canceled a little early. This is before HBO had their they're kind of formula down for shows, right? This is around that. They had Deadwood. They had Rome in this time period that also kind of got canceled a little early and stuff. Um, but I know people really liked it. Uh, kind of um, growing up, I knew people had liked it and were like kind of disappointed that it didn't kind of continue on, but I hadn't really watched it until I hadn't watched it. I don't know why I said I kind of have, I haven't watched it at all. until we were like, we're going to do this on podcast. I was like, okay, gives me a reason to watch Deadwood. Cause it's something we've said that we were going to do for a while. And now we've done it, Daniel. We've watched three we seasons in a movie. Three um, seasons in a movie. Indeed, man. It was, uh, it was a heck of a journey to, to, to get to this point. Um, and uh, we'll start with did you did you like Deadwood? Did you like most I'm of gonna, it? I'm gonna I'm wait. Curious. I'm, I'm, You're gonna wait. I'm gonna wait, wait to say whether I liked it or not. I'm gonna okay. wait to the end because this is this is a complicated thing here. It is a little complicated because, like you said, we not only have a show or three seasons of a show, we also have a movie, and then this show, like you said, was prematurely canceled, which makes things diff- you know different. Um. So, mm-hmm. so I'll, I'll wait to tell you guys whether I like I liked it uh, or you know or not until the end because I, I think that'll I, I think it's uh definitely for this for this particular uh thing uh, it's it's different so so we'll, we'll oh, yeah. change it up in that regard I got you uh yeah so we have the cast was like uh Timothy Oliphant as Seth Bullock um a lot of these characters are based on real people but um really the show kind of just takes a lot of liberties like it's not meant to be like historically accurate at all uh in my opinion other than like a few deaths that happen um ian mcshane is al swearingen uh molly parker is alma garrett uh jim beaver is whitney ellsworth there's a lot of characters in this show and movie um Brad Dourif as Dr. Amos Doc Cochran, who I didn't even realize that that's fucking Grima Wormtongue. That is Doc. Like, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. It is? And then, like, it totally Fuck fucking is. Um, John Hawks is Soul Star. Uh, Paula Macklemson is Trixie. Uh, the, 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 there's a gigantic cast of people in this show. So I'm not going to like read all of them. Uh, but like we had like Keith Carradine, for example, as Wild Bill Hickok in the first season. 
Uh, Powers Booth is side tall. Like, there's there's a lot of characters. Which goddamn Powers Booth, man. Holy shit. He was yeah. so good. But, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, we haven't done one of these for a show in a while, so I've kind of forgotten how we do them. Uh, what do you think of the characters, Daniel? Do you have a favorite among uh, among them? Uh, Ooh, just out of curiosity. Man. I will say, nobody's really a good guy necessarily in this show. Like, no. they are. No, 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 no. They are some shitty. Even the heroes are kind of shitty. Like even yeah, Seth Bullock know. is like fucking wrathful and angry. A lot of those early seasons. Yeah, I don't know if uh, I don't know if I have a favorite character, but I, I, I there's a lot of great actors in this that have mm-hmm. incredible like, like they're so good. Like I just mentioned, Powers Booth. Powers Booth is so goddamn good as a mm-hmm. fucking uh. Uh, uh, Cy Tolliver, you know, like, and then mm-hmm. obviously Ian McShane is an Al Swerton Jan, and it's just it's a hell, it's a hell of a hell of a group, man, hell of a hell of a group. Was, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I have a main character. I mean, I, I guess a lot of people would probably say like Seth, you know, probably Seth Bullock or, or you know, or Al or, or whatever. But I don't know, man. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I had, a, I don't know if I had like a, like an actual like favorite character. I like I like you know Bullock and and and, and yeah now and those guys but favorite character I don't know man I don't know I, I think I just I think this is one of those shows where it's like I enjoy just having like the whole collective cast you know the main people yeah. together and yeah I mean it is called Deadwood so it's like it's the town the yeah. town is like the camp as they call it in the show it's like all these people right and they all add something to it like to the show um and their and their skill set. So I don't know if I necessarily have a favorite. I have moments with certain characters that are like my favorites. Like, like when the, you know, even though he's like a small character, Tom Nuttall when he's riding the bicycle and doing like the, mm, the little yeah. thing down the town. You know, like that's Dude, one of my favorite moments of, with that character. Uh, fucking Tom, he has one of my absolute favorite lines on the entire fucking show, dude. Mm-hmm. You know the one I'm talking about? I do. Then he's like, those who doubt me suck cock by choice. That, <laughs> was, awesome. that was that killed me, bro. That was so fucking amazing. That yeah, is such so a great funny. fucking line. Oh yeah, shit. It, I love it's that shit. So bro. funny. That so good. That's another thing that we're gonna bring up with this show. There are a lot of cuss words and there are a lot of slurs used in it. Oh, like yeah. San Francisco oh. cocksucker. Cocksucker. Um, Swidgen, yeah. yeah. Woo and Al's relationship was fucking hilarious. But yeah, there definitely is a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff here that gets said, and, and yeah, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of a lot. Like Josh was saying, a lot of these guys are not good people, you know. No, no, and it's a reflection of those times. This is meant to be the old west. Yeah. Um, so while obviously it makes me uncomfortable to hear hear a lot of those words and stuff, I'm like. It is kind of realistic to the times. It is realistic. Like there were a lot of racists in the old West and a lot of, a lot of uh, looking down on other people and just a lot of shitty. Al Swearingen is like a complicated character because it's like, he's, he calls them all these horrible names. Right. But at the same time, he's like, yeah. he's friends with, with, uh, uh, Oh, I just blanked Woo. on woo. Yeah. Woo's name. I blanked yeah. on his name. Uh, like somewhat, you know, he's 
he's horrible to Jewel, right? And 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 like, yeah. uh, but she gives it back to him just as hard. Like, and it's like they almost have like a sibling like relationship, right? Um, so he's like a character with that's like says a lot of mean, horrible shit, and does like a lot of horrible mean shit. But there's some characters that he has like a a connection to. Like Trixie is one of those characters that he has like a connection to. Um, because in season one, I'm like, okay, Al and Seth are going to be enemies throughout this whole three seasons. That is not the case at all. <laughs> like, like they're kind of like at odds for a little bit for a while in season one, but they end up kind of becoming unlikely allies uh, for a good chunk of the rest of the series. Um, um, so yeah, I had three seasons. Do you have a particular season that you enjoyed maybe more than the others? I'm not asking for like a favorite or if you liked the show Ooh. or anything like that, but do you have a season that kind of, cause I'll tell you mine, which is I really like, uh, season one and I really like, and I, the reason I like it is cause we have wild Bill Hickok for the first season. Um, yeah. and I like him and Seth kind of becoming like friends and my one of my favorite moments in the show is like when they're going to confront, I think, one of the road agents uh, for something that happens in season one, like Hickok backs him up and they draw on this dude and both shoot him down. Um, it's like, I love that moment uh, when they do it uh, in the show. I'm like, oh, look at these guys. These guys are badasses. Like, I know Wild Bill and I've heard the name of Seth Bullock in like real life. But here they are in this show, and they're, and like, if you watch the clip or the the scene that happens, I think Wild Bill's actually faster than Seth, which makes total sense because he's supposed to be like a very fast uh, draw and shoot. Draw, yeah. Uh, so that's like, I think I enjoyed season one the most. Uh, that isn't to say I didn't like the other seasons or anything like that. I didn't think they were necessarily bad, but like. I liked what I liked was Wild Bill, what we got of Wild Bill. And Wild Bill is like a spoilers, even though he gets killed. Um, he's kind of like remains throughout the show. And even in the movie, it's a tinge. Yeah. Um, sure. Uh, especially for Calamity Jane. Uh, but any, any of those kind of any particular season that's grabbing you, Daniel, or nah, or you liked them all the same, um. or. I don't know because like I feel like I watched like when we were first watching the show or when I first when I was watching season one it kind of took me like a few episodes to get into it you know mm-hmm. but then by the end of season one I was like I was all into it right so mm-hmm. it took me a little bit to get there but once I got there I was I was like all in you know yeah uh, but so I don't know I mean I, I do like some of the stuff going on season one and I, and I like the way that like the season one finale you know uh you know, happens with Seth, Seth and Alma finally, you know, because they, they've been like leading up to that moment, right? It's like, oh man, here we go, finally. And it's like, and then, and ultimately in the end, it's a little disappointing that they don't end up together because it's like, man. Yeah. It's like, they, you know, because, because like he was only married to uh, uh, his wife because, you know, mm-hmm. she was his brother's woman and, and they mm-hmm. had a kid and you want to take then, care of know, him, kind of thing. You want to yeah. take care of him, exactly. So it wasn't like his choice, but like you know, he was just doing what he had to do, right? And uh, 
but I was, I was, I, I'm not really like into the whole like shipping stuff. But man, Seth and Al and, and Mrs. Garrett, bro, they, 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 they should have happened. But anyway, yeah. I mean, but it also kind of shows the kind of person that Seth is at the same time, like, you know, respect and honor above like love and his own personal feelings, because he's obviously in love with Garrett, Alma Garrett, right? Like they are in love with each other. But ultimately, it's, you know, his internal struggle with like his own honor, I guess, and his own like what is his sense of right and righteousness um, kind of gets the better of him. And I think that says a lot about his character. I am with you. I also kind of wish that they could kind of been like a couple, like a little bit longer, maybe. Um, but really, I wish they kind of had ended up together, but it's the, uh, that's the way, I guess. I was like, man, I was like this, especially because you get it. You get a lot of Alma Garrett through three seasons. You only get a little bit of Bullock's wife, right? Like, I mean, yeah. you get a lot of her, I want to say, in season two. And then in season three, she kind of gets to put on the back burner a little bit, other than, like, the school thing, um, for the most part, in my opinion. In a few moments with Seth. Uh, so it's really easy to be like, I want Seth and Alma to be a couple <laughs> a little bit. Because uh, uh, you see those like lingering affections and looks they have for each other. And it's like, oh, they obviously still yeah, care, care about each other. Yeah. Um, but I also like Mr. Ellsworth uh, quite a bit. Um, like he's a if there is a good care, a good guy character in Deadwood, it's probably Whitney Ellsworth. Because, like, there's never, like, a point where he necessarily does anything shady or evil that could be construed as evil, you know what I mean? Like, but he's also, like, a lot older than Alma Garrett and stuff, so. Uh, yeah. I really, like, if there was a good character in, in Deadwood, I would say he is he is that one. Um, and, yeah, you're right. It, it does take a couple episodes to kind of get into it because, like, yeah, at least for me, it did. I was like, well, I know I'm going to probably end up liking this. But, yeah, I don't know. I, it, it just took me, it, for whatever reason, it just took me a little bit to get into it. But by, by the season one finale, I was like, all right, cool, I'm I'm in, you know? Yeah. Uh, the, the Alma's husband storyline, uh, all I could think of is that this guy's an idiot. Like, he is going out into the wheel, like, how are you this dumb? Is all I could think of. It's like, they're obviously going to kill you. How do you not see this? Kind of thing, and yeah, that definitely happens. Um, another thing I'm gonna say is that there's a they use a lot of old timey dialogue and words in the show, and at times it makes it hard for me to follow. I don't know if that was like for you too. I'm like, they're saying some words in here I that I have no idea what they mean. I remember at one point, uh, Mrs. Bullock said something, said a word, and I was like, oh. I gotta look up what that means because it sounds like a good word, but I just didn't know what it meant, right? And I, and as I'm saying it right now, I don't remember what it is, but like the the I, I it made me like you know look look something up, you know, and and and, and you know how, what good it did to me because I don't remember it right now, but like yeah, I know, I right? It's it, like I can't I remember, remember it, like it happening, and I you know I was like oh I gotta look this up, and then it, yeah, it just it was it, it was a good word. Like I wish I 
I wish I would remember it because I, I probably would have incorporated it into my vocabulary if I would have retained it, you know, but I just, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't, I don't remember it, but yeah, no, there, there was certain instances where, yeah, they, they said some stuff and it's like, oh, okay, well, yeah, I gotta, you know, I gotta look up what this means or I gotta, you know, or, or like given the context, I can kind of understand what it means, but yeah, I know I get you. Sometimes though, a character will monologue and they're almost like, like a Shakespearean like reading and words that they use in like their tone and in the amount that they say where it's just like a lot of this is flying over my head, but it sounds pretty, you know, like uh, <laughs> um, at times, at least with the more educated characters. For example, when we're like woo, with woo, I know exactly what woo means when he says in English, you know, it's like, yeah, uh, San Francisco talks up to easy to get, easy to get what he what he means, right? It's not like it's just complicated. Uh, the same with Jane, right? Because Jane is drunk a lot, um, so she's a lot of her words are just cuss words, which are pretty funny. Um, I don't know, it's it's neat, and I'm I'm Lamb sure Jane. I'm sure you, much like me, saw a lot of Red Dead references um, that that they had obviously seen this show and put it into like the video game when they did like Red Dead Redemption Two and stuff like that. Um, um, the biggest one is like the dude that runs like like the boarding house in season two or three makes me think of uh, Trelawney a little bit from uh, Red Dead mm. Two. Um, like when I looked at him, I'm like, he doesn't act like the character, but he kind of looks like him, and he's kind of got like this house kind of set up. Makes me think of him a little bit. Um, Cy Cy Tolliver, Powers Booth. Oh man, Powers Booth, dude, what a he he was he his character is not a great man, like like we were saying, but goddamn does fucking Powers Booth play the shit out of that character, man? Holy hell. Yeah, he's probably like one of my favorite, like, like acting wise. Like he was, I thought he killed it, man. He makes me he's think of Dutch. Dude. His character makes me think of Dutch a lot. Um, yeah. from uh, Red Dead. Uh, so the, um, there's definitely like, this is this is like if they were gonna do a Red Dead movie or a show, like I'd be like, this Deadwood is totally that. Um, at times, uh. Uh, so I definitely saw some like yeah they obviously if you borrow from things you love I do it with D and D quite a bit so like um yeah also fuck Pinkertons all right in both oh, yeah, Deadwood goddamn Pinkertons yeah that's in, another, that's in Deadwood yep. in Deadwood and Red Dead they're both just they're just terrible oh, and I imagine they probably were in real life quite a bit because they were kind of like uh, <laughs> they oh, were yeah. kind of ruthless <laughs> um. God damn, uh, George Harrison. But yeah, Cy Tolliver is like... I... All right, when I say I don't like his character, I mean like he's it's an evil character is what I mean when I say I don't like it. Yeah. But Powers Booth performance is like... It's this so dude great. is fucking fantastic as this character. It is, because, um, I mean, I, I was just thinking, like, it's a shame he's no longer with us, because, mm-hmm. man... I definitely would have loved to have seen him in the movie. 
And I definitely would have loved to have seen him in other stuff. Like now, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. He's not around anymore. But yeah, goddamn, he's so fucking good, dude. He is very menacing and like if I if I never see it, I've seen anything else, like and I've seen him in other things. But like like he's curly bill in Tombstone, right? But like when I, this is like when I think of this actor, I will always think of him as Cy Tolliver on Deadwood now. Like to me that is like his ultimate that is who he was character. Um because goddamn he is menacing in the show. Uh and at times an uneasy ally of everybody. Like the whole thing in Deadwood is like they're all on these shaky allegiances with each other because there's like a bigger threat at times. Yeah. Like um uh, uh what else is there to say? Like I enjoyed most of the seasons, like uh Yeah, like they all kind of had different yeah, threats certainly and certainly aspects in all of them that I that I enjoyed, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a bummer we we get um, when Brian Cox showed up in season three I was like oh man Cause as Jack Langshi the fucking actor like those when those guys talk <laughs> they're, they're oh, the ones yeah. I have to think about um, fucking Jack Jack Langrish yep. yeah um Um, make a, a fucking a theater. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't realize that Brian Cox was in Deadwood till that till he actually showed up, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool," because I I've seen him in so many things. Uh, uh, so that was like a cool addition. I enjoyed his character. Blazanov was a cool character. Oh the yeah, fucking, Blazanov, dude. Yeah, the Russian. I was guy, like, yeah. I. I was he he wasn't in the movie was he uh no. that uh, I, I was I gonna say i was like because i was kind of cute i was trying to keep an eye out to see who would be like who's gonna show up and who isn't um because obviously we'd lost some people to deaths and stuff so um um the newspaper guy whose name is escaping me right now um uh, you're talking about uh, oh, shit. I know oh, you're talking about but his, his Merrick. Name is it's Merrick. Oh, A W Merrick. Yeah. A W Merrick. Yes. Like I enjoyed his character, uh, Joni Subs. I enjoyed her character. Like yeah, dude, Joni was was pretty cool, man. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you know, as we say, you know, who kind of annoyed me a lot through throughout I, the show. I know who you're gonna say. Who do you think? E.B. Farnham, right? Yeah. Like, because for me, that was that character. I despise that character. No, well, E.B. Well, Farnham is just a fucking. He's just a worm, dude. He's just he's just out for himself, right? He's just, I, I despised you know, he's him. He has a moment in the shit. movie though where I'm like, hey, he kind of got a little redemption. <laughs> he, was, he was just he's always shitting on the fucking uh, you know Richardson or whatever you know. Richardson, oh my god, Richardson. Yeah. Who are you yeah. gonna say? No, Who's you? No, who you fucking, fucking like. She, it wasn't all the time, but god damn it, Trixie annoyed me sometimes with some of the oh, shit yeah. she was doing, dude. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. Like, when she just straight up, like, shot George Hurst without a plan, I was like, oh my god. 
Trixie, what the fuck are you doing? She just fucked, like, <laughs> she got that poor girl killed because Al was like, well, I'm not going to kill Trixie because I love Trixie. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get this other whore that, you know, the other guy likes. And now the the other poor fucking guy, which I'm blanking on his name. Johnny. Like Tom or something. Oh, it's Johnny. Johnny Burns, I believe. Yeah, fucking poor Johnny, you know, girl he, he liked, you know, I had to kill that girl. Because fucking Trixie shot George without a goddamn without consulting anybody. Oh, let me flash my tits in public and let me go shoot this guy. Like, god damn it, Trixie. Again, she didn't annoy me always, but a lot of the time she fucking annoyed the shit out of me, dude. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? She's ah. she's she is the definition of chaotic. Like yeah, her character I, I is very it. chaotic. Uh that that even rolls over into the movie <laughs> again, yeah. even though it's like much years later. Um, yeah. but yeah, uh, I really like Doc. At first, I'm Doc, like, yeah, the, Doc was great. I, at first, I thought the Doc is gonna be like some crazy dude. I thought he was gonna be an evil character. I thought he's gonna fucking murder people and take their bodies and like chop them up and do evil shit with them. Doc, Doc is not that character that I thought he was gonna be at the start. Uh, he is a no nonsense, don't give a fuck. I will tell you what you need to know whether you like it or not character. And I was yeah. like, I really like Doc. Like, it, probably one of my favorite characters in the show. Um, yeah, he was good. I like Doc as well. Um, in the later uh, seasons, um, I like the actor that plays George Hurst. Um, he's got a really good voice when he talks. I'm like, this dude would do great as a voice actor. Like, his voice is, I mean, he obviously, he's a physical actor too, but like, I'm like, his voice in particular, like, stands out to me. Like, it's like that dude should be more, more in video games. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, what else do you want to talk about with this show, Daniel? Because I uh, first he he that his character was like annoyed me too because it's like no, it's like you you know that nobody can do nothing to him, but at the mm-hmm. same time I'm like why isn't anybody doing anything about this son of a bitch? He cuts off Al's finger. He like just like oh, which reminds me, you know what cracked me up all the time too? When anytime Seth brought somebody into custody, he'd grab him by the fucking ear, fucking dude. ear, treats him like a child. Yeah, <laughs> grab him by the fucking ear. You're under arrest, and he, he brings him in by the fucking ear. And then uh, I liked uh, his him with uh, you know being the being the sheriff with fucking uh, uh, goddamn what's his name? Uh, oh no, why am I? Oh, uh, Charlie Charlie Utter, that character. Yes, Charlie Utter. That's what yeah. I'm thinking of. Yeah. Who we, I haven't mentioned, which I haven't mentioned up yeah, to this we, point. We haven't, we haven't brought him up yet, yeah. Uh, I really like Charlie Utter. Like, really one of my uh, favorite characters in the show. Um, like, another one of those, he's like, he's almost a good character. Uh, good guy, I mean, character. But he has some moments where it's like, all right, he can do some shady shit too at times, you know. Like, yeah. he's the one that's friends with Wild Bill in season one, and like him and Wild Bill kind of back Bullock and Soul at a few points. And I'm like, okay, by connecting them with uh, with Seth, it instantly kind of makes me like him. And him and him and Jane's like friendship, friend enemy ship, I should say, because they're like have this. We- 
they have like those type they're type of friends that like shit on each other all the time right like throw mean words at each other but they're still friends in the end if you ever yeah, needed yeah. them they, they always had that back and forth yeah yeah um daniel did you ever watch sons of anarchy no so she in that show there's a lot of people in this in deadwood that go on to be in sons of anarchy charlie utter is in sons of anarchy he plays a cop um the 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 actress that plays Trixie is in uh Sons of Anarchy is a different character, obviously. Um uh Jane is in uh Damn really Sons yeah same, uh... Jack not Jack McCall, uh sorry, the uh, the Reverend from season one, Ray McKinnon, is in Sons at a point. Like they uh, I read an article and I was like all these actors that were from Deadwood, like they got cast in the Sons of Anarchy, uh, hmm. which, um, yeah, we didn't mention Ray McKinnon in season one. Like the actor, he's in the season one a lot, and he uh, spoilers, he dies. He has a brain tumor uh, that kind of makes him. It's really sad. Like I'm like I feel so bad for this character, and. Um, like he just as the series progresses through the first season he like just deteriorates more and more and has seizures and goes blind and ends up being kind of like uh disabled right to the point where like al kills him out of mercy not out of anger or anything he just kind of you know like al's even like be a peace brother like when he kills him i'm like that was like one of those moments where you kind of see like Al is not all necessarily evil. Like he treats it really badly, but like when he has his private moments, it's like, okay, I can see a little bit of the sympathy here uh, with the character. I can understand that a bit. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, what else is there to talk about? Uh, and talking about speaking of some of the other characters, I, mm -hmm. Dan was also one of my favorite characters. Dan was great. He was, he was fantastic, dude. Which, speaking of which, his fight with fucking uh, Turner, mm -hmm. that shit was that's one of the most brutal, like, like real, like just two dudes going fucking at it. No mm -hmm. choreography, none of that bullshit. Just which no. you know, we love we love choreographed fights. You know, like in you know. uh in the you know the raid and, and John Wick and all those, you know, all the action movies and stuff, but this fight just seeing two dudes, two big dudes just going at it, beating the shit out of each other, like there has one of these one of these guys is gonna come out of here, you know, alive and the other one's gonna die, you know, like mm -hmm. that was a hell of a fight, man. That was intense because you're like, oh shit, is Dan gonna die here? I know. You know I was like, please, to, I want Dan to win. It's like when I was thinking the whole time, I was like, Dan, please win, Dan. Dan, please win, Dan. I just don't know how it was gonna end, you know? Because yeah, intense, dude. It was an intense ass fight. So I, I, so Dan was one of my favorite characters for sure, and and that was a that was a great fucking fight, man. And he pulls yeah. that dude's fucking eyeball out, dude. I, I was like, goddamn. For for two thousand and four, this show does some shit, especially with that eyeball. That I'm like, man, I'm glad I didn't see this when I was that age because that shit would have scarred me. Um. 
<laughs> but we live in an age where I've seen Game of Thrones and all the horrible shit that can happen on those shows. So the eyeball just hanging off his fucking eye didn't bother me that bit. That that as bad as it might have as it would as the kids like, oh my god. It's still terrible though, because that would be awful. And the thing that gets me about it is the screams. As he's just oh, screaming. Yeah, dude. Um, that's how, that's what I mean about it being such a like 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 gruesome like intense real like just crazy fight man like it's yeah dude it's like it's like very like realistic right like you, you know what I mean mm. like, it's just, yeah it was, he's it was, just it was, it was great man he's just wailing horribly as his eyes like and I'm like Dan please kill him so I don't have to hear it anymore it's like it's so bad that's why that really that makes it worse than just the eyeball thing it's like you gotta hear his screams. As it's like terrible. Um, uh, what else can we talk about? Um, I'm trying to think of uh, like certain moments or whatever. We kind of talked about Mr. Wu already and his his in his relationship with Al. That was a that was a good one. Um, oh, I'll tell you another character that pissed me off. Um, oh, who's that? Oh my God! What's his name? Who Who are you thinking of? The guy, Steve Fields, the guy that's an asshole to Hostetler and and uh, Samuel. Oh yeah, that, that that guy was fucking annoying too. Yeah. The drunk, the drunk guy all the time, and just yeah, he was few racist annoying, shit yeah. all the time. I'll be honest. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, will you guys please? I, I I begged for this character to be killed. I was like, please kill him. <laughs> I'm so sick. <laughs> <laughs> and then and fucking he... dude was uh, oh it, it annoyed me so much when when uh they were trying to find the fucking uh, board or whatever right mm -hmm. and it's Seth and and Samuels and then and, and you know they're all in there looking in the in, for the fucking piece and he gets so goddamn frustrated at fucking Fields that like he has to go and blow his fucking brains out in their the next door room dude while they're looking yeah for it. I was like I was like man that is fucked up shit right there. Mm-hmm. So it was very frustrating and, to watch. And then to top it all off, the character isn't killed. He gets kicked by a horse and becomes like an invalid and like doesn't talk, doesn't do anything. And uh Samuel Fields, who's actual what well, he calls himself, I cannot say. Um, but you know, that character. Uh, yeah. the, general. Uh, the general. Uh has the ends up having to take care him i'm like are you kidding me why is he stuck taking care of this guy um like he's not even like oh my goodness he doesn't know what's going on or anything so it's like ugh. um another character i have no idea what the point of them even being there is the character of odell like and oh yeah, he just kind of like showed up. He with shows up. Like... He shows up, tries to like fleece George Hurst, who then I'm pretty sure it's never confirmed has him killed. Um, yeah. And he's in there for like, is he in two episodes or one episode? I feel like he's in two, but it may have just been no, the he, one. He's, no, he's he's in a couple episodes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, and I'm just like, is this just? I don't understand what the point of his character is. Like, is it just to show that Aunt Lou has a son and raised him? And make her not like George Hurst when she learns that Odell is dead. I just don't understand the point of that character. He felt kind of pointless. Um, uh, uh, I liked 
I liked Silas Adams, which is the the other dude yeah, that ends dude. up working for. Uh... Silas is cool too. Yeah, Titus mm-hmm. Welliver, man. He's he's he's, he's in uh, he's in Sons of Anarchy at one point. Um, so fun fact, a little, little bit of a little bit of Star Wars uh, connections here. We have some we have some of these people in this show in Deadwood show up in some of the new Star Wars shows. So Cash, yeah. Si- so T- Titus Welliver, who plays Silas, was one of the Imperial officers in Mando season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Doherty was uh, the he's the Twi'lek barkeep in 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 both Mando and uh, Book of Boba. You know the, twi- the no not Twi'lek the weak way. Sorry. The weak way, yeah. He's he's the weak way uh bar dude from from Mos Pelgo slash Freetown. And obviously Seth Bullock, you know, uh Tim the Oliphant is uh, you know, Bob Man. So a little bit of a little bit of little bit of some Star Wars connections. That's all I was saying, like, man, it's it's I was I'm, I was like, it's such a bummer that, that Powers Booth is no longer with us, because man, I would have loved to have seen him in Star Wars, man. Oh my god. Could you imagine? That would have been great. Yeah, I kinda wish we could have that. Uh, hey man, maybe we can have Ian McShane join, dude. Because he he'd be great too, dude. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, yeah. T- Silas was Silas was, was was great. I I liked his character. Fucking Hawkeye was a, was a damn fool too, though, man. Like yeah, just, you know. I kept expecting Hawkeye yeah. to get shanked at some point. He never gets killed. I'm like, I'm like, this dude is so useless. Uh, yeah, I'm like, Dan, Dan almost beat the shit out. You know, well, he did beat the shit out of him, but he almost killed him. So, you know, I was kind of expecting it to happen at one point as well, but it just never did. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, what else is there you want to talk about? Bit. Jane and Joni, that 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 was pretty cool how that ended up. Because, you know, mm-hmm. Joni trying to. Joni from like the start is trying to like escape Psy, you know, like like get away mm-hmm. from Psy. She even tells him like, "Yo, you gotta, you gotta let me go, or you gotta kill me, or whatever." Right? Yeah. She has a very uh, tragic backstory too, which is like, yeah, horrible. Like even the most minor characters I enjoy, like the character of Mose, right? Like, for for uh, like in season. He's in at the end of season two and becomes like the season three, like the big guy that ends up getting shot and kills his brother and all that. Like, even though he's not in the show a whole lot, I'm like, oh, this is cool. They gave him something to do. He's kind of hanging around a little bit. He even stands up the side at one point uh, when when he's like kind of messing with Joni and Jane. And Jane comes running to him and is like, you got to help uh, Joni. I'm too afraid. I'm like, wow. Um, at that moment. Uh, so like a lot of the characters are really great. The, the bad ones are bad though. The ones that really like annoy you, like for me, yeah. Eb, I just I despised Eb. So when <laughs> EB, Seth, dude. when I, Seth finally I, beats the living fuck out of him at one point, I'm like, <laughs> I laughed the whole time. I was like, I shouldn't be laughing at this character getting the shit kicked out of him, but I can't help but enjoy it because I didn't like the character. I I enjoyed. <laughs> Yeah, I enjoy his <laughs> antics, but yeah, because he's such a fucking weasel who thinks he's, you know, you know, better, bigger than he actually is. You know, he's always shitting on Richardson, and but but because I am the mayor. Here, yeah, <laughs> I am the mayor. <laughs> fucking you be fine. Uh, all ceremonial that title means. I am the mayor. <laughs> he's always. Uh, I think the reason I didn't like him the most is that he's always constantly trying to skim off the top. 
especially in season one where they're like they're like dealing with Alma Garrett and trying to buy the mine and all that the, or the claim and all that and like he doesn't offer her the full amount that Al's like you should offer her the full amount and like he tries to skim off the top like oh my god I'm like this character is so stupid oh. <laughs> uh. Uh, he gets a redeeming moment in, in the movie, though. Yeah. yeah, we haven't really talked about Alma a whole lot, apart from her and like Seth and stuff. But she has cool storylines, uh, man. She hopes she, um, yeah, her and Sophia and like mm-hmm. you know everything with her husband, and then like trying to you know with the, with the bank and all that overcomes her addiction. Like, like she gets yeah. kind of addicted to. She's addicted to what is it, opium or whatever. I think it is or mm-hmm. um I kind of didn't like the regression that happens in season 3 with with her kind of falling back into it after she's kind of beat it. I understand it, but I was like I kind of don't like it. Uh What else is there to talk about? Also Molly Parker is an is an attractive lady, but anyway, uh yes. Uh um 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 Oh, we, we haven't really talked about Sol a whole lot. You know, John, or uh, Seth's... Uh, partner. Partner, you know, with the, with the whole... Uh, Star and bullet uh, hardware. With the hardware store and everything, yeah. They're That's making money like hand over like, foot in that season one, man. Like, selling all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> That's his right-hand man right there, man. That's his boy, dude. They, they've been friends for a very long time. Backs him uh, up. Confides in him and all that, you know? Um, I think yeah, I've only up... really seen him in Deadwood, that actor. I yeah, I was trying to remember like what I've seen him in, but I don't, I don't know what else I would have seen him in. Um, but yeah, he ends up with Trixie, and then uh... <laughs> they have some. Fun... He has some funny moments with Trixie. <laughs> yeah, uh... yeah their their back and forth is, is hilarious. You know, she's always calling him a Jew and like you know. Mm-hmm. And she's always like, uh, you know, she's like, do you want you want to get fucked or whatever? Like all that yeah. stuff makes it makes me laugh with how just blunt she is with it. Um, I mean, that's that's what she does though, man. Right? She's, she's I like, know, she's but it cracks me up. Swear engines, one of swear engines' best girls, man. He cracks me up. Yeah, uh, no, I get it's swear. the look on Saul's face that gets me, and he's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah, for a lot of the time he's like, oh no, you know I don't, you know, he's always like deferring to something else, right? Mm-hmm. But, then I, but then at that moment he's like, yeah, yeah. That uh, that makes me laugh. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. Um, and yeah, and I just you know, one of the things that like I, it, it happens a lot in this show. Anytime Ooh. they kill somebody, they just feed him the woo's pigs. You know, that's like, all right, well, here's, here's another dead guy. Feed him with the pigs, dude. It happens in the movie, too. <laughs> I was like, it's a... you, a small spoiler for the movie, but, but Seth kills somebody in the movie and he looks at woo and says, take that piece of shit to the pigs or something like that. And I'm just like, I was like, that's the first time I feel like I've seen him actually acknowledge that the pigs eat people. And he's a goddamn marshal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, we'll, we'll get to the movie in a little bit, but like, yeah. you know, it's, it's, 
there's you know there's a passage of time yeah anyway it's pretty funny uh i'm trying to think what else like like big big points we we can mention of of any of the three seasons oh the dude who plays walcott in season two that guy fucking is is the dude who shoots uh wild Wild bill Bill, he plays uh mccall jack mccall yeah yeah, so he's McCall in season one. Then they bring him back as like, all right, he's gonna play Walcott, which Walcott was a fucking weirdo, man. That guy, the a way strange beating, character, beating on the girls, and I was just like, it, what is this guy's deal? Man? So the thing with Deadwood that we haven't mentioned yet is it really captures that weird, what's the, that weird strangeness that comes with the old West a little bit with like that kind of, you know what I mean? Like you see it a little bit in in Red Dead, right? You know, we get it with like. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we, we do uh, see it in Red Dead. Yeah. There is a weird there's, strangeness there's that kind of comes strange, with it. There's definitely uh, a lot of strange uh, uh, events, characters, characters, people. Yeah, like, yeah, you know, sure, like, sure. especially with like stranger missions in Red Dead and Red Dead 2, you know, you meet like the mm. the big fat dude and his wife that is also obviously his sister and like them. That's, and like, that's a good point that I hadn't even thought of that you just mentioned. Yeah, they're definitely, it does, the West does have like that, those peculiar. Weird ass characters. It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um. So that that was one thing I noticed. Just kind of as I watched, he's also in the Deadwood movie, by the way, for like a brief scene, playing a, another different character. Um. Uh. Does he? Sh- but yeah, that character is like in season two. I'm like, this dude's fucking a psycho. Uh. Crazy character. But yeah, as as we watched Deadwood, all I could think of when they would have moments like with all these weird, weird, strange characters and goings on was like they really kind of captured that in uh, in Red Dead, and really some of the other Western games. I feel like there's always like this weird, almost supernatural things that happen in these Western video games, like even in games like Gun. Um. Uh, which did you you have you played you played Gun or have I, you not played Gun? I haven't. It's one of those okay. ones that I've always wanted to play. Like I know it was like one of those uh, like three sixty, like early Xbox three sixty day games that I just I remember always wanting to play, but I just never got the chance to. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I don't know. This is there's just like this weird aura that I, seems I to surround the old. Though, yeah. The old West, you know, when they have these strange goings ons and mm-hmm. almost supernatural events. It's almost like, oh, in some ways, horror. And it kind of, like, I never really thought about it until I was watching Deadwood and then was comparing, like, the crazier characters to characters in Red Dead. Cause I can't help but think of Red Dead, obviously, one and two, uh, when I watched it. And then I was, like, sitting here thinking there's, like, this, there's this aura around the old West and video games where there's always something strange kind of going on. There's, there's serial killers and and uh, murderers and and inbred hit killbillies out in the fucking swamps to trying to kill you, you know, like yeah, uh, exactly. And you'll see it in like some of those fucking old western movies as well. Like, I guess I've never really thought about it until I was watching Deadwood, though. Yeah, no, the air of the supernatural. You definitely bring up a good point, but yeah, it's something that I never really like thought about either. But yeah, I mean, once you like 
actually think about it, you're like, oh yeah, there's definitely a lot of these Western things have that connection for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, Walcott was definitely a very strange. He he, he fits that that weird char- you know Western character for sure. Uh, one thing I I didn't really get was like I was like why did they give Seth and his wife a son just to kill him off <laughs> just to kill him oh, off William <laughs> I was like well I mean it was it definitely is a, it was was a tragic tragic thing for for the town and everything you know you have like this kid who who comes with his mom to the camp you know and they're like you know the the camp is starting to become a town or whatever and like you know they're they're in the early days of, of making things happen and then you know other than the, like just early in his life you know other than the like bond the, the character of seth and martha together and i guess kind of bond the camp a little bit i was like man this just seems so yeah. cruel to have them have a son and then it get then he gets trampled and killed and because, it's not you know, quick it's not quick it's hor- it's no. drawn out it's horrible like, like uh, what three episodes of it? I think. I think it takes up like three episodes, and then uh, I don't, I don't remember exactly how many it is. I just remember it, thinking this would be horrible. Of, yeah, it's towards the end of season two when that happens. He gets trampled because uh, what's his name? Tom. He's on his bike or whatever, and he's like, "Yo, you want to come check it out?" And then, yeah, he gets fucking trampled, man. By a horse, is which like, is yeah, the doc, by the stable guys. Yeah, trying the to, doc is just like, "Yo, no, a grown no. man." Would would be fucked up from this. So, like, you know, a, a child of his size is not gonna, you know, it's not not looking one, too hot. You know what I mean? One of the thing Doc says is like, you know, a few inches to the other side, and he would have been killed instantly. Instead, it's a long, drawn out process of him. He never wakes up. He never regains consciousness. But he's like, dies over a period of time. That, like, you have to sit there and watch these characters agonize over this poor kid's death. And it's like horrible. Um, and I really the, the the purpose it kind of serves is to bring the character of Seth and Martha, his wife, together closer, kind of, because yeah. they kind of bond closer after that, and then they have like the funeral yeah, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Which like the fucking uh, the preacher guy. Uh, surprised the shit out of me when he ended up stabbing Sai at the end there. I was like, holy crap! I didn't. Oh, Andy, Andy Kramed the good the whole that character. He so he starts off as like he works for Sai, right? And then it turns out he has smallpox, and Sai's like takes him out to the fucking woods, and then Jane ends up taking care of him, and like he lives, and then we we have a whole smallpox outbreak in fucking season one, Um, and then yeah, he just shanks Sai. They're like, like, I'm just not what? taking shit from you anymore. He just shanks him in the stomach. It's like he gutted me. Or I think there's something is like what size says. He gutted me. It's yeah. a fucking knife in his guts. Yeah, I was like, oh shit, that's the way like like they I think they end like season two with, with that, right? I think. I yeah, so I thought like, Sai was gonna die. I thought he was gonna be dead. Yeah, I was like, oh shit. I was like, oh damn. Okay. Uh Getting stabbed by a preacher. 
Indeed, yeah, there's, there's there's other characters in season two that they like. Obviously, they introduced George Hurst, who we kind of mentioned a little bit of, mm-hmm. and then they like bring in Maddie, who was like the uh, the other lady with Joni as when they got their own place. You know, dude, was, was kind of uh, yeah. They make some dumb decisions <laughs> at the shiz. That lady, that lady was uh, was was uh, led by greed. Mm-hmm. And she paid the ultimate price for her greed because, you know, Walt just, just starts killing people. Yeah, and then and then the other character that was introduced in season two was fucking uh, one of the the more major, the bigger characters that had stuff in in the story was uh, uh, fuck, what's her name? Sarah, the Sarah Paulson character, Miss uh, M M. It starts with I M M. It's in here. In Irishming, Irhausen, Irsausen, something like that. I don't something like that. It's 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 this, but I'll I'll type it to you in chat. It's it's this, but I don't know how to pronounce it. That that lady. Um, but I know you're talking about the like teacher lady. Ringhausen, yeah, yeah. She, she was like, yeah, working with Sophia and, and Mrs. Garrett, or you know, Miss Garrett and all that, and yeah, she, uh, you know, she was fucking around with, uh, with, with, uh, what's his name, Silas and whatnot, and yeah, she was, she was trying to make some moves over here with Al, and he was like, yo, this, you know, he's like, basically, you know, he didn't quite say this, but he's like, yo, this bitch is smart, you know, like, uh, yeah, um, yeah, she had some stuff to do there as well. I feel like she's mostly here to show you that the one, the Pinkertons, and two, that the Pinkertons will use anybody, including women, to be like detectives or whatever, um, which was a historical fact. They would go undercover in places um, as agents. I know that for. I watch a lot of the History Channel, guys, <laughs> so I know they've they've I know mentioned. This is fact. I know this is a fact. I've seen it on the History Channel. It's got to be real. Um, uh, but I'm pretty sure that they did. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I, but I think we can all agree, fuck the Pinkertons. Um, Fucking Pinkertons, man. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like, uh, oh, dude, they have fucking uh, Wyatt and Morgan Earp in season three, dude. Wasn't expecting that at all. Yeah. Me either. <laughs> then you, then, then, as soon as I saw, dude, with the fucking you know handlebar mustache, I was like, oh shit. I was like, no way, dude. No way did they do this in this show. And sure enough, they did. Mm-hmm. Didn't expect that. But yeah, it happened. So I thought that was kind of cool. What? Are... Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot that goes on in these three seasons, man. And like, oh my goodness, we, we haven't even brought up Al's fucking horrible, horrible circumstances in season two at the beginning of that Bef- oh my god go ahead yes. go josh talk well i, I was just gonna say to- right before we got into that i was just gonna say like one of the things i respect about this show is like there's not a whole lot of shooting there's a lot of stabbing right there's a lot of stabbing there's some strangling there's only like a few incidents where guns get in front and people get shot like a few um uh, and that's all I was gonna say. It was like, it was like, there's just not a, a. If you go in expecting a western where there's a lot of shooting, don't because there's not a whole lot. There's a lot of stabbing though, and de- a lot of a lot of strength and a lot of fighting. 
Uh, but yes, let's move on to the most painful moment in this show's history. It's oh, the moment I talked about. <laughs> fucking yeah, Josh mentioned that something made him like cringe in, in season two. And as mm-hmm. soon as we got to this point, I knew immediately what he was talking about. <laughs> oh, it was so fucking awful, Josh. Oh my oh, god. Oh my god. I I personally have never had the experience uh you know stones. But... I have. Oh my god, that Once. sounds and looks and all of it was fucking awful, dude. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness. Oh god. Well he he's gotta have he's gotta have a big stone. Because you can usually pass you can pass the small ones. But it hurts like hell. But it don't oh. make you bleed like he bled. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. I uh. I don't wanna I don't know. Uh-uh. That it was, was so rough, dude. It was awful. It was aw- it's so bad that he ends up having a stroke from passing it because he has to strain so hard. Uh, and kind of, he kind of gets messed up in like season two a little bit from it. And it's like he's just laying there and he's just and when I found out it was a kidney stone that was giving it to him that he was going to have to pass. I was like, oh, no, I can feel it now. We're talking about it and I can feel it and it's making me hurt physically oh. as we talk about it. It is the worst moment when he gets to the and he gets up and he's like, don't come because they're thinking about having to cut him open to get it. And he's probably going to die from it if they do that. Like when he gets up and just passed, I had to look away. I screamed into a pillow and looked away because I could feel it for myself. (laughs) It's not a good moment. It's a terrible moment. (laughs) When when they decide to go on with the procedure with the doc and everything, dude, and, and like. He's like, yo, I'm gonna stick this up there, and I was like, no, oh, no, no, no. Oh, every, t- every time oh. that happens, and he does it like two times. Oh, oh I'm just dude, like, was, no, was, oh, no, it's terrible. It is it was, awful. It was, it was the oh worst. my god. I'm like, it no, was you absolutely can't. the worst. <laughs> it, it would, it I would be, I would be vomiting, like if that was me. Like, there's no way. There's no just, way. Just the thought of, of of what they did to that, what they did to him, man. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, it's Fuck. awful. Fuck that. It's it's awful. Yeah. It's awful. Poor, poor bastard, dude. Is all I have to say. That this is why when people are like, "Oh, I wish I can go back in time." You want to go back in time to when shit like that can fucking like? No, dude. No. No. Uh-uh. You want to go back in time where you can die from tri- tri- you know, from TB? Fuck that, man. No, dude. I actually thought Doc was going to die. At one point, I was like, he's going to die. I'm like, yeah, they're going to kill off a character I enjoy yeah, quite a bit. I, I was like, damn. I, I kind of thought he was... Yeah, that's one other thing about the show. There's a, there are multiple instances of several characters they, that you like or, or you know, or do you think are going to die and they don't, you know? Like again, side side. I thought you know when he got stabbed, I thought he was gonna die. Fucking uh, Dan, when he was getting the shit beat out of him, I thought he was gonna die. Doc, when he was super sick, I thought he was gonna die. So there's multiple instances in the show where there's like characters that you're like, oh man, they're gonna make it through it, and ultimately they do. But they got they they got you thinking there for a bit, man. Like holy shit, what's gonna happen? But the one character I knew was gonna die was gonna be Wild Bill. <laughs> like I'm like, oh Jack McCall's here, Wild Bill's here, oh. The- well, Bill's gonna die. Uh, so I knew that was coming. 
I kind of wish we'd had him longer. I really liked his friendship with Seth, even though it's like brief. Yeah, I was I was hoping Wild Bill would be around for longer too, but nope, season one, dude, they uh, they got him. They get him uh, in season one, and then like yeah, like you said, Jane from that point on kind of has always is always thinking about Wild Bill. Yeah. Uh, what else can we talk about? Any, any any other points in the any of the three seasons you want to you want to bring up? I don't think so. Episodes, none, the, none that I can think of right now. Um, yeah. I think we kind of briefly touched on things. So if you want, if, we can move on to the movie. What? Just a quick thing I'm going to mention before we move on to the movie, which is like they they do elections throughout the show. And one of the characters mm-hmm. running is Harry Manning. He's running for sheriff against Bullock. The only reason I mention it is because I think he's 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 in the movie, and he's like there's a, something that happens with him in the movie, right? So, but now we can move on to the movie. Yeah. Um, All right. So, so the movie, the dead, the dead one. Oh, oh no, wait, wait. Before we move on to the movie, let's talk about the fucking. I forgot about this. I wanted to bring it up. The end of season three was. Such a letdown for me, that final episode. Because I was like, yo, that's it? Right. That's the way they decided to end it? Which, you know, obviously they didn't decide to end it that way because the show got canceled. But but I, more of my blame goes on the, the people who canceled the show. Like, yeah. if you're going to cancel the show and leave and leave that ending? I was upset, dude. I was like, what the hell? Could you I mean, imagine? This, can, this cannot be it. I'm so glad... That we only started watching the show recently because I would be so pissed off if I was watching the show from day one. Agreed. That's what they fucking did. I would be so heated, man. I would. I agree. Because I was was, salty. I was was like, what the fuck? (laughs) As I watched it and I was like, this is how it ended for so many people. And I just thought, I was like, I'm so glad that I'm watching in a time where I get at least a movie that's kind of going to wrap things up a little bit. So, yeah, because I was uh, like, I was like, this can't be it. Just it just ends, like it just ends, like 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 abruptly, almost. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like that's it. And it's just like what? Like for for 13 years, that was the ending until the movie came out in 2019, right? Which is crazy, by the way. It's, it's insane. It <laughs> the show ended. The show was canceled in 2006, and then that was it. That was the ending. I would have been, dude. I would have been so fucking mad. I would have been upset, man, if that was that was the you know the true ending. It, you know, it was for a long time until the movie, but then now we have the movie. So anyway, now we can move in. I just want to bring that up because I was like, that cannot be how they fucking like. Why did they decide to cancel it after that? Like, as, man. Man, that was that was awful. Anyway, the movie. So, thirteen years, real life, two thousand six to twenty nineteen. Obviously, we have some people. You know, with with time, people people are no longer with us. They pass away, and you know that's just the natural course of, of things. And uh, unfortunately, you know, we we have some people that are that couldn't be in the movie, like like uh, you know. Powers Booth and uh, uh, I, I forget the I, don't, I actually don't know the actor's name, but the guy who played Richardson, you know, he passed away in 2015, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, Powers Booth passed away in 2017. So there was you know, 
people who just couldn't, you know, were unable to be in in, in the movie. Um, and uh, an interesting thing about Powers Boot, by the way, I, I saw I was looking, uh, you know, looking stuff up after I watched the movie and the show and everything. He was actually buried in Deadwood, Texas. Yeah, I saw that. I also and looked I that like, up. Wow. I was like, wow, that is that is something, man. But uh, anyway, yeah. So the movie, thirteen years in real life passes, but it's only ten years in in the universe or whatever. Yeah. And god damn, dude, they like. M- I don't know if they did this on purpose or if it was just like because of the actual passage of time. But everybody looks so much older, dude. Mm-hmm. It was like it was for me. I don't know if you felt. I don't know if this felt like this way for you, but like for me. Because we watched, or because I watched, like, the show, like, the day before I watched the movie. Like, I had finished season three, and I was like, all right, tomorrow I'm going to watch the movie. So, man, just the stark, like, difference of, like, how much older everybody looked. Like, again, Mm -hmm. I understand that it's 13 years in real life, but it it was only, like, it's only, it was only supposed to be 10 years in the show, or, or, you know, in the universe. But everybody looked so much older, dude. I was like, oh my god. I was like looking at Char I was looking at Charlie Utter and I was like, oh my goodness, he looks so much older. Fucking Seth looks older. Mrs. Garrett looks older. Sophia's not a child anymore. She's a you know mm-hmm. teenager slash young adult or whatever, right? And that's like She's man, a young lady. Everybody, everybody just looks significantly older, man. I was like, damn, dude, like that is the way so again, the way I, I rationalized it, the way I kind of settled with it was like, this is the old West. They probably lived really hard lives in those ten years, and that that's, that's kind of like that's kind of like how I rationalized it in my mind. Um, yeah, I mean, true, but the the, the worst the worst one is definitely Charlie Utter. Like he looks so much older, like so yeah, much yeah. older. Yeah. Um. Like, you Ironic- know, like, <laughs> ironically, 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 most of the ladies look fine. <laughs> like, but the men all look real yeah. old. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, uh, it just, yeah, it was, it was, it was so crazy, man. Because, like I said, I just finished watching the show, and it's like, oh man, all right, cool, everybody's here. And the, I don't know, it's it's like a sense of like, it was kind of like a sense. I had like a sense of like sadness dude because it's like man here we are the show is all over we're watching the movie everybody looks so much older and like we're missing some people and like you know you, even with the train being there it's like oh dude it's kind of like red dead you know like the the west is dying like we're, you know mm-hmm. civilization is is, is catching it's up, coming right? like yeah yeah it's like you know the trains and then and the and the power lines and everything, right? Like they're they're Te- there's a they're, telephone. They're over, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's like you know the changing of the times, man, is is coming, and and yeah, man, it was it was it was really crazy. Um, and then that new girl they introduced, what was her name? Caroline, or, or, or I think it was her name, right? So something like that, yeah. The new girl. The way that I interpreted her character was like she's like she is like the new like um she's kind of like the audience right she's mm-hmm. there to like uh guide us through you know after not having the show for 13 years all right we have here's the movie she's gonna you know 
bring people up to speed and she's she's the new character in town so you know we're gonna reintroduce mm -hmm. you know things certain things here and and she's um you know uh she's gonna remind some of the our, our characters of, of people in their mm -hmm. lives like you know like for Trixie, I feel like she reminded her of a younger version of herself. For Al, she reminded her of like a younger Trixie, you know, and that that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. So yeah. I thought, you know, so I I kind of got her character in 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 that regard. When um, I saw her, like, I was know, like, no, she's a baby. She can't be in the whorehouse. You know what I mean? I was like, oh yeah, I was like, she's yeah, too. Was like her character looks right? yeah. so. Her character looks so young, and I'm just like, no. I was like, she's a baby. Don't. Do <laughs> no, I can't That's what she was there for, right? She was using the whorehouse. Uh, uh, yeah, it. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I was like, she's a kid. Come on. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, but it was, you know, which, which, by the way, she, she goes back to being a kid at the end of the movie when her and Sophia are like, you know, Catching mm -hmm. the, the snowflakes or whatever the fuck, right at the end, like, yeah. She kind of, you know, gets the 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 talk from Trixie of like, you know what, like like get out of this, you know, like go go, you know, go do something else, you know. And then uh, anyway, I'm getting a little ahead of myself, but but yeah, we 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 we, we come into town with 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 uh, Mrs. Mrs. Ellsworth and Sophia coming out the train, and they meet Charlie Utter, who yeah, man, like like you say, you this. I'm gonna keep saying this, but everybody looks so much older, man. He looked, he definitely looked so much older. And uh yeah, he, he brings him into town and then George Hurst is there again and and Trixie doing her Trixie stuff, goes out and yells at him in public in front of everybody. Pregnant, smoking a cigarette, yelling at him on the balcony. Yep. I was like, Well, that's not gonna attract attention at all, Trixie. I like, you know, like Jesus Christ. Uh. Right. Uh. Yep. Yep. And then also Martha and Seth have kids now, so you know. I think they got like three kids. Yeah. They got three kids, so you know William. You know the loss of William. They 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 had three kids, man. It's been ten years, so they had plenty of time to practice, and you know, obviously, because obviously Soul and then Trixie, you know, got the uh, <laughs> got a baby coming on the way, and the. Uh, yeah, and you know, yeah, just seeing everybody just uh, like Dan look older and and and, and like uh, Johnny and, and and everything, it was it, it was crazy. And then and then, dude, they fucking so Hearst wants to buy land off of Charlie Utter, and then like he Charlie Utter has a talk with with with. Um, he has a talk with with Bullock, and forget who else. He has, he has a talk with. Um... Anyway, they convince him not to sell, right? Because mm -hmm. at the first, because in the beginning, he was like, "Well, I should sell." You know, a man my age should probably consider, you know, at least hear what he has to say. But then he he has a talk with Hearst, and then he he decides not to sell. And then basically, Hearst gets him killed. You know, and it's like, oh man, Charlie Utter, dude, those bastards did it. Yeah, they got him. And he hires those two, you know, scumbags that that, like you said, Bullock later shoots and feeds him to the pigs and all that. 
and uh it's it's painful to watch seth lose his friend like and it's a it's a it's a reflection back on that first season where charlie loses his friend in wild bill right so seth loses his friend with charlie and it's like it's painful to see that happen and obviously 10 years have passed so seth is a little bit more mellowed out in the movie up until that happens and then it's the old seth again he's full of wrath and anger and righteousness again um that's just a little something I wanted to add on there. Like it's it was painful to watch him lose his friend like that. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um yeah, so they yeah, Charlie Otter and they have you know they have the funeral and and then like I feel like th- there was it, it's a shame because it's, this movie is like less than like two hours, right? It's like an hour and like what 50 or 40 or something like that i feel like it goes by so quick it goes by so fast it's a shame because like you have three seasons of a show where you can flesh out some of these characters and side characters and all that and like in the movie some of some of these characters don't get enough to don't have much to do like i feel like like garrett you know mrs alfred doesn't really have a whole lot to do dan doesn't really have a whole lot to do in the movie like you like you have i feel like you just have like I feel like when they were <laughs> some characters movie, show up to be like, I'm still alive, you know, <laughs> Aunt Lou. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I I feel like yeah, yeah, like they they wrote this movie as like, <laughs> yo, who who, like they didn't write the movie for like, um, the way I guess the way they wanted to do it. What I mean by that is, I I kind of it feels like they were just like, who's gonna be in the movie, and then we'll write this, you know, write the script after we find out who's in it, you know. They're like, oh, well, you know, we'll give you something to do over here. We'll give you something to do here. But, like, it wasn't, they didn't have a whole lot to do, you know? So it's because, and to be fair, less than two hours is not a whole lot to do much with. But I don't know, man. It just, it kind of felt like some people, like you said, were just there to be there, you know, like E.B. Farnham, you know, shows up and, like, at least he actually does something. He has a moment. Yeah. Uh, That is like redemption. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to talk about E.B. Farnham's redemption, because I know he was a character you didn't really like in the show. Yeah, I was like, well, at least he gets a moment. It's like, because George Hurst is talking to the scumbags that have killed Charlie Utter, and like, but they have a witness, and they're trying to, like, that Bullock is found, which is uh, the general. Um, Yeah. And he has him locked up in jail, and he's like trying to get them to go, be like, I'll give you more money to go over there and kill him, and so... EB is like eavesdropping, like he's got uh, hidden walls that he can kind of eavesdrop on people down in the hotel. So he's eavesdropping on George Hurst. And the first thing, EB does. has a moment of redemption where he runs to Seth and tells him what's going on. And uh, which gives Seth enough time to get over there and save the general from those assholes. Which also brings us to Harry Manning, who in the original series seems a really meek dude that wants to be a firefighter. Nah, in this movie, he's a corrupt deputy who works for George Hurst. <laughs> and I'm Which, like, why well, can really? I feel like a left, uh, out of left field kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, well, well, they. Yeah, which, by the way, fucking leads me to another moment Jane's moment at the end. Yes. The traitor in the back. I and loved it. Was, it. You know, it was such a great Bill. moment. Mm hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, She's like, oh, that's Wild Bill. And Joni's like, no, that's all you, you know? 
the was, reason that was really satisfying to see. To the see reason that I like the comparison though that she says that is because the exact same thing that's happened to Wild Bill is fixing to happen to Seth, right? Harry's gonna mm-hmm. run in and shoot him in yeah. the back, but Jane notices that there's something going on, and you even see her. She's got her pistol cocked and ready. She sees him going up the door, and she's right on his ass the moment he busts that door open. And blam, she blasts him first in the back. And I was like, fuck yes. Um, yeah, it was, it was really, it was, it was such a good moment. I love seeing that. I love seeing mm-hmm. Jane, you know, get, get her shine, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. It was, it was an awesome moment. Uh, and then Harry going in, you're my witness, Senator. He's trying to kill you. I was like, so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just like, I was just, it was jarring to see Harry Manning go from, I want to be elected, but what I really want to be is like a firefighter in the town of Deadwood, right? And like, you get a fire wagon. And now, 10 years later, corrupt deputy, George Hurst, money kind of thing, you know, like, it was a little weird. It was a little jarring, but I was like, it makes sense, I guess. A lot can change in 10 years, you know, as we saw. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it it makes sense. Yeah, it was just jarring, though, after seeing them for those three seasons. Yeah, I I think, yeah, I think, like, for us, like, because we watched all of it, like, so, like, Mm -hmm. close together, you know, it was that that's why it was a little jarring, you know? There was nobody else I don't... They could have either had an unknown do it or somebody you knew. And there was like nobody else that would have fit, I don't think, that you could have thrown in there. So having it be Harry Manning is probably like the best bet that they could go with. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, Uh, yep, yep. So I yeah. like that moment. It was, and it was cool seeing like Jewel back, you know, and uh, and like you said, Aunt Lou and some of the, some of the other, you know, characters that were around. some some you only see for like a scene. Aunt Lou, I think you only see her for like the scene where Trixie's giving birth. I don't think you see her anywhere else. I could be wrong, but I feel like that's where I saw her. That was kind of mm. like her big moment at the very least. Um, yeah. Also, fuck, we got to see Mister Wu and Little Wu, man, being a yeah. little translator and doing jobs for Al, man. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, switching. Wu trying to take care of uh, Al a little bit. Oh, Al yeah. is drink got tea, you know, liver. Drink tea. He's like fucking liver tea, failure. You know? Fucking tea. Yeah, because yeah. Al has 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 murdered his liver after ten more years of alcoholic alcoholism. Um. Yeah. Um. What else is there? Saul and Trixie get married in the movie. Um, oh yeah, yep, they they get married. There's a wedding, and I actually kind of enjoy, I enjoyed the wedding. Yeah, yeah, it was, that was fun. It was a lot of a lot of human emotions in this movie, man. You got the funeral of Charlie Utter, you got the wedding of Saul and Trixie, and the birth of the baby and everything. It's a lot, lot, lot going on, man. You know, what I end up feeling bad for is Mrs. Garrett, right? Like, or Mrs. Ellsworth. Like she yeah. dances with uh, Seth for a minute, and then like his kid Which, comes running way, up, and like there's a heartbreaking moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, by the way, they have a moment early in the movie when she arrives after she arrives in town, right? When they're like, "Oh, mm-hmm. we'll take her to the hotel or whatever." And it's like, man, yeah, that's. I was like, man, they 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 should have 
you know, they, sh- they should have ended up together. But anyway, yeah, it's like we we, we know. I know we we talked about that already. But you can, yeah, you can kind of see like you know Sophia looking at her in the back and everything. And yeah, just you know, yeah, it's 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 it it, it is sad. But you know, she has Sophia, so yeah. Oh, and then also another thing we didn't mention was when when Jane walks into town to find uh, uh, Joni again, and Joni's just laying with a couple of the other whores in, in the bed or whatever. Yeah. And it was just like, man, Jane was just like, man, this is uh, this is not what I this is not what I thought or whatever. Which, you know, I which makes sense for Joni, right? Because it's like Jane just leaves to explore the world, as she said. Hmm. You know, so you kind of have the thing of like, well, what else is she supposed to do, right? You know, size no longer around, so she's kind of like, you know, taking over that. And like, yeah, like, like, you know, she's gonna go back to what she she knows how to do, which you know, again, makes makes it better for uh, the end of the movie where they actually, you know, finally, you know, end up yeah. together and and. Uh, and then, like again, Jane has the moment, and then you know Joni is there for it and all that. So it was, yeah, it was it was great. Man, when 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 Seth beats the shit out of that dude, like they're trying to hang the general, I was like, mm-hmm. fucking old man Seth still got it. He's gonna kill this son of a bitch. And then he draws <laughs> back and pops Soul in the face with his elbow. I was like, yeah, that's a callback. To- <laughs> like <laughs> poor Soul gets punched in the face, keeps getting hit by Seth. Like, he's just trying to stop him from killing the stupid son of a bitch so he can get some proof on George Hurst. Um, uh, but yeah, also when Seth's like, whoop, feed that piece of shit to the pigs, I was like, god damn, yeah. that's fucking Jesus. I was like, Seth, you're the marshal! You're the marshal, Seth! <laughs> it was a badass moment, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And Seth just—he just murders the shit. I mean, he doesn't murder shit. I mean, he kills the shit yeah, out of that he, guy. Like, he, was, he, he popped these fuckers like nothing, dude. He's like he hold, he grabs the kid and like Seth like, or just shoots away. Like he doesn't care. Like he has a clear shot. I'm gonna take it. Fuck you. What do you think you gonna happen? You know, like oh my god. Uh, I don't know what else to say. I I like the movie. So ultimately, I think we should just des- describe our overall feelings on on the uh, on the show and the movie and just every all all of the all of the the culmination of all of Deadwood. So I okay. think you know earlier I earlier you were asking if I like if I like Deadwood. Mm-hmm. I feel like if if it would have just been the three seasons of the show, I probably wouldn't have liked it as much because that ending is really just the Rough. cancellation just does not help, man. Like it, it just mm. ends, and it's like what, like they, like like we got robbed of of, of some more, like, we got robbed of some more good stories, man. They should have kept it going, dude. Exactly. So we 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 were robbed. So I guess it, so if it wasn't for the movie, I probably wouldn't have liked it as much. But yeah, I don't know. I I, I think because I think the movie, while it's I don't think the movie's like. I wouldn't say it's like a perfect, you know, ending to everything. Because again, we just there's no way of knowing what they would have done if they would have kept continuing it. Because we would have had more, we would have more of stuff that we just 
don't didn't have now. Like we would have more of Sai. We would have had more of you know, just continuing. You know, maybe maybe Seth and 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 uh, and Alma. You know, do end up together. You know, like like who knows, dude? Like things. I, I it just things would have ultimately ended up differently than the way that they did, right? So so who knows? But but anyway, uh, I think in the end, when you have the movie or the show and the movie, I do like it. But if we we're just talking about the show, it's it's a little, it, it's it's hard to be like, oh man, this was cool, but then like it just ends, you know, like yeah. oh, there's no continuation. We're never gonna know what happens to some of the. Does there, I feel like even with the movie, there's still some unanswered questions, right? So, yeah, I don't know. I just, I like the movie. I like, I, I like the show, but I'm very disappointed that they decided to cancel the show. Um, yeah, when they did, because we really got robbed of, of of some some more good stuff. But anyway, I like Deadwood. It, it honestly. Yeah, it, it did remind me of some some Red Dead stuff, and and honestly, dude, you know what it made me want to do? It made me want to play a fucking uh, a Western RPG, dude. Like fucking, I want I want to I want to play one now, man. Like if, if if we ever if we ever get to do that, fucking, I'm signing up for it right now, Josh. So, <laughs> you better not run it without me, man. I want I want to play all right. that shit. All right. Well, hell yeah. I am. Um... Yeah, I uh, go for it, man. I, well, I, my I enjoyed it. Deadwood, my Deadwood my thoughts my thoughts are the same as yours. Like uh, I feel like kind of pretty much exactly the same. Which is I like the show. If I hadn't had the movie to kind of wrap things up, I probably would have been like, if honestly if without the movie, I'd have been like, I wish I hadn't watched this because I would have felt there would have been an empty emptiness that kind of came like with Firefly yeah. in some ways too. Um, with it, with, um, uh, but yeah, there's. Since I got the movie, we kind of got wrapped up. But when it was all over, when it's all over, if I did, I had the thought, but what did we miss out on? You know, and I feel like if I'm having that thought, you know, that fuck, you know, fuck, just fuck. Like, what did we miss out on? It's so disappointing. We missed out on a lot, man. Um,. So yeah, those are my thoughts as well. I enjoyed it. Uh, I got enough out of it that I can like close the book on it. But but what could have been will always haunt me a little bit. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just a shame, dude. Because they they should have kept it going, and and for whatever reasons they canceled it. You know, which which is sad because like you know, again, I'm sure people at the time were were fucking very disappointed. Me now watching, being able to watch it all from start to finish was disappointed too that they didn't continue it because, like, it just like it just ends like like I I I can't accept like if it wasn't for the movie I wouldn't have been able to accept the fact that that was the way they ended it you know mm-hmm. like the, like without like not even talking about the movie just the three seasons I I I wouldn't have been able to to accept that as like an ending like like how. How how did they how did they not continue anything after that? Like, at least another season, dude. Just to like at least wrap up whatever, you know. But anyway, they, we got the movie, so what? You know. But it's just it is it is a shame we got robbed, man. We got robbed of some of, of, of what could have been, you know. But anyway, that's that's Deadwood, man. 
That's Deadwood. That's going to do it for the Deadwood talk, y'all. I think that's going to do it for the show. Um, Because we've had a nice almost three-hour-long show. We hadn't had a three-hour one in a long time. so uh, We had news to talk about. We dove deep into Deadwood. Uh, I will recommend Deadwood to people. Um, check it out if you haven't ever seen it. But um, Just be it's prepared for uh, an ending. A colorful language as well. Yeah, yeah be, if that kind of stuff bothers you, then... It, there's a, there is some in there a lot of obviously there's a lot of slurs and there's a lot of uh just colorful language in general in the in the show um yeah. but let's go ahead mind. let's go ahead and say our goodbyes daniel i'm gonna throw you up i could throw you up on screen let's do it. you're let's up do there it. Let's do it. my let's friend do it. all right I tip my hat to those of you who decide to join us and watch this episode or listen to it um coming up for me uh, I'm going to try to beat Batman Arkham Origins. I'm playing that currently. I'm going to try to beat it before next week because next week, Mr. Josh902 and I are going to be co-oping Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, which I cannot fucking wait for. I'm so excited to play that. Uh, but yeah, playing Arkham Origins, if you're into Batman, if you want to see me whoop some ass in that, come join me. I'll be playing that again tomorrow. And the next several days uh, in preparation uh, for Skywalker Saga next week. So uh, try to get try to finish that up. And then, yeah, I'm going to try. Oh, I'm Moon Knight tonight. First episode. Hope you guys are yeah. ready for that because we're, we're going to be doing a show on Moon Knight eventually on the podcast. Talking about that. So first episode drops tonight at midnight my time, uh, which is Pacific, uh, I believe. Uh, unless they decide to change the times, but anyway, uh, should should be midnight. Uh, and yeah, I'm just I'm I'm excited. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, we got we got a lot of cool stuff coming up here uh, within the next several weeks. Like Josh, Sarah probably going to be doing a a, a comics uh, episode soon. We're going to read some comics and then talk about them on stream. And uh, we're going to probably be doing another one of these watch TV show, talk about it, you know, or, or older TV shows. Like, I know Rome is one we're going to be doing. So stay tuned for that, because we're going to be watching Rome pretty soon as well. And then, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that'll do it. Next week's episode, first episode of May, we're going to talk about our dream game. So if you have a, if you have, if you have an idea for a dream game that you've always had, start thinking about it and let us know what it is for next week because uh, that's what we're going to be doing but anyway i'm gonna sign off now i'll see you guys later bye bye everyone all right guys thank you so much for checking out the show i hope you enjoyed uh, our talk about deadwood and hanging out with us for the news and and my post being sick airheadedness i had some of those moments uh, during the show where i kind of rambled a bit apologies for those maybe you got some entertainment out of it i said some stupid shit i'm sure um uh coming up for me i, I bought tiny tina's maybe we'll stream that a little bit on stream i've already kind of started it off stream but i might hop on and run around and do some of that stuff um uh and then we'll kind of see where it goes i hope to be playing more D. &D. uh we'll see if the group gets together you never know uh, because that's kind of how I have that game set up. Uh, so people can just kind of like ping me West Marches type stuff. Um, other than that, I'll keep trying to check out some shows and some movies. Uh, I'll be checking out the Moon Knight and stuff like that. 
um, upcoming. Uh, but I'm a, we're going to get out of here. Thank you guys for so much for hanging out with us for a little while and getting our opinions on things. And we will just see you next time, I guess. Bye-bye.